Geek Shock. Geek Shock. Arizona moon keeps shining from the desert sky above. You know, pretty soon that big yellow moon will light the way back to the one you love. And uh, Mario bathroom. So, what would your ultimate bathroom be? My ultimate bathroom, yeah. Neon Genesis Evangelion, but I would never do it because it's too much uh, dangerous stuff. I would never put collectibles like Was that. Was it the Pokemon uh, bathroom that you're like, don't dry your hands on the towels? Yeah. Okay. I, I thought that was okay. like he had he had Pokemon like beach towels hanging off like as as like almost artwork. Okay. And like the, the instruction anytime you went to use Paul's bathroom was. Don't dry your hands on the towels. That's what what am I supposed to, to dry my hands on? Well, no, on? I had other towels. Yeah. He's like, you're supposed to use the other towels. The like, what other towels? towels? Yeah. Well, that's what I have in my in my uh, Mario bathroom. I have a Mario and Luigi towel hanging off the rack, but it's not for use. It's, it's not just a for towel. Decor. It's a tapestry. Yeah, exactly. Precisely. <laughs> it's a tapestry. And uh, same with, uh, and then I have another towel that you use. And yeah, and I've got my little Mario stickers on everything. It's really cute. I've got uh, a really great little. Um, I've got the what are they called? Connects, the Connects figures. Oh, okay. So they're like Lego but bigger. So I've got Bowser and Peach and Mario and Luigi and Yoshi. I've got them set in a corner, and I've got the stickers everywhere. And then I've got a Mario on a little candy thing that I have on display, and I have a Mario washcloth over the on the top of the toilet uh, tank that I got from Club Nintendo, which is really cool. And uh, and I have a uh, copy of Game Informer with Mario on the cover sitting there, nice tucked behind my um, what is it uh, Kleenex box. And then I have some other stickers around. It just it's a it's really it's do a you sharp like, looking theme. Do you like walk into the bathroom bathroom and just sometimes just shake your head and go, oh skills? I go, it's a me. Yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah. I don't talk like that. Uh, and I got a the a rug. On the floor with Mario, and it's uh, I thought that was your real hair. Nope. And it says, uh, "Here we go." And uh, it's 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 a it's it's kind of vaguely um, uh, Mario Kart themed because it's kind of got the checkered design, but it's not too hardcore Mario Kart. It's it's nice. Now hold this thought. Welcome to Geek Shock, folks. It is number <laughs> what two oh eight. Two oh eight. I am Master Torgo. I'm the famous Paul. Eighties Jeff. Fact check, Andy. And we're here talking Weekend Geek. Now, are you happy with the way Nintendo has taken Mario in the past, say, four years? Yeah. Okay. I am. It's. Have you played any of the new games? Uh, only on the handhelds. The only thing I haven't played is the stuff on the Wii U, the new one on the Wii U, and the, 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 the Wii Luigi. But I really loved Galaxy. I thought Galaxy and Galaxy 2 are phenomenal games. You should play those. If you don't have I've those done for Galaxy your Wii, One, dude, and oh, Galaxy One is great. Galaxy Two really takes it up even further. It's it's really incredible that that cloud ability is really fun, where you can like create your own platforms and stuff. And yeah, no, they they're still doing a good job. It's interesting. Like, there's two teams working on Mario now. Okay. So there's the main team with Miyamoto still heading it, and then there's like a sub team that he kind of just oversees. And so it depends on what title and when. 
and uh, so like the sub team's been handling some of the some of the Game Boy stuff. But that 3D Land is really good. Do you like 3D Land on the 3DS? Did you get um, that one? I played it for a little bit. I never ended up getting it. I played it and I, I guess I just not into platformers like I used to be. Yeah. The way you ask the question makes me think they've done something weird in the last four years. What have they done? To- no, no. They're just, uh, just, just arbitrarily, say, versus, you know, old school Nintendo. So what would it take for you to buy a Wii U? Not much. Yeah, I'm are, the, are you kind of on the edge, edge? man? Yeah, I'm, I've been looking at that because uh, I'm not enough system. of a fa- Nintendo fanboy, but I know you are. I am. I've been looking at that that Zelda system, but that's not going to do it because that I have that game on the on the GameCube, yeah. and I need to go buy another GameCube. That's I, I shouldn't have ever sold my GameCube. I mean, I don't really need a GameCube because I can play all my GameCube games on my Wii, right? Because I have an older Wii. I don't know. Maybe I'll, but I kind of want a GameCube to get the Game Boy Player again. I don't know. I don't really <laughs> I need it. I thought you had that souped-up Xbox you could play everything on. I do. Okay. I'm just weird with it. I like the actual hard copy on a lot of that stuff if I like it enough. Okay. Uh, but I still, I do still have emulators that I can play thousands and thousands of games. Sure. I'm in, I'm in no... I have way too much shit to entertain myself with. But, yeah. But, and that's the reason I haven't purchased the Wii U is because... The 360 takes up all my gaming time at this point. That and the D- and the DS. The 3DS is a great system. I love that system. I really play that a lot. Um, more than I thought I would. More than my wife thought I would. She was like, don't you get that? You never play your other one. I'm like, yeah. So what would be more of the killer app for you to, to push you over the Wii U? A new good Mario game or a new good Zelda game or something I'm not bringing up? Well, we got to see what Smash Brothers is like, but it's coming out on the 3DS too. If that wasn't coming out on the 3DS as well, and it might still push me over because I really like Smash Brothers, but there's not apparently a big single player campaign in it either. So like mm-hmm. the other ones, so it probably won't do it. Um, the thing that would push me over the edge for the Wii U would have to be a really, really good Star Fox. Okay, like a so really when, good when Star Fox. That, that's would take me. Yeah, but why, I don't think you they? can do. Cause, well, because they for some reason don't want to remake Star Fox sixty four again, which they should. They yeah, should that's just keep doing it. I remember how huge it was it's when it the came best. out. It, it's that the sold best, systems. Man. That game, that game was everything. That game was so good. It's so pretty. It still holds up. The gameplay is phenomenal. It introduced rumble functionality to controllers. Just forget it, dude. That fucking thing. That game was amazing on the Nintendo 64. And the version that, that they did for the 3DS is also really good. It's just basically a remake. Hmm. Touched up remake. I don't know, dude. I don't know. Right. I, just, I'm, I'm not is, there. Are first party titles enough to keep that system afloat, though? At this point, it almost has to be. I mean, it's the only thing they've really got going for them yeah. right now on yeah. the Wii U. It's but just, you got such a huge Nintendo fan base. I mean, sure. you, you got uh, the fanboys. I mean, but the problem is, is they're they're not buying the Wii U either. No, no. There'll be there'll be a new system in three years. You think that's yep. that's going to be it? That because that's about five year cycle. Okay. And yeah, I really think there'll be a new system in three years. In other words, to one that can actually compete technologically with the ones coming up. You think? I don't or? know if Nintendo's ever going to play that game, mm-hmm. but they're going to. Probably like deep undercut price wise. Get rid of that second. That I don't know. Like they're trying innovative shit, but it's not. They shouldn't. They it's not catching on. It's, they shot themselves in the foot. They had 
they should have just kept with the, enhanced the technology that they had with the Wii instead of trying to go for this whole new ball game thing. Well, I mean, and just developing the new system, but using current gen technology, and I say current gen at the time that they were developing it, you know, last year and the year before, I, I think that hurt them more than anything else. Because instead of it being, you know, a leap in in hardware yeah. to, to say, hey, we're first to the market with this new next generation system, you know, to to get out ahead of Microsoft and and uh, and Sony it's like they they played it safe they said well what are, what's sitting on the shelf right now what can we incorporate into a system and call it a new system it is next gen that's what it feels like it's borderline it no, is it's next not. gen no it's not i mean as no, far as is. hardware wise it is it is the same hardware that they've been using in the Xbox and the PS3 for five it years. Well, well it, power it, it, it depends on, how, on your definition of next gen because it is the next generation of, of Nintendo. Of, yes, of their so, system. Yes, you're right. So, But yeah, the, the hardware some, is different. And there are some technological enhancements and things. Yeah. But, uh, and they but are doing the, things because of its hardware that the other systems can't do. They're yep. trying to figure out ways to do. But getting ahead of it just didn't happen. I don't know. Maybe there'll be a killer app. Maybe there will. It's still, it's still not done, but I really think... I think the the naming, the the branding, sure, all of it, yeah, they they've just, hurt themselves. They've really hurt themselves. I don't think they understood what they were getting into here. And you know, hubris. They were sitting on top of the world. Mm-hmm. You know, God, they so they just stopped making Wii's. I just saw that yeah. today. Yeah, yeah. Japan just stopped uh-huh. doing it. And there's so many. So yeah, yeah. It's, I, I mean, they were they were great. They convinced people who don't play video games to buy a video game system. Yep. I don't know. I saw some really great uh, Wii U Plus, or not Wii U Plus, Wii Plus remotes. Because I still don't have a Wii Plus remote. I never even bought the dongle. Okay. Um, they're coming out with a Mario and Luigi styled ones. Oh, okay. Colored and de- designed at the regular price. So in November. So I'm going to grab those. Those look cool. But yeah, I still, my Wii, I still play my Wii a little bit. A little bit. Because I have a lot of uh, games that I bought through their. Oh, okay. Yeah, console. Sure. You know, a bunch of old stuff. More classic. And again, I have that. I'll have a lot of that stuff that I could play on my old emulators. But sure. there's just something about having it on a console that's got a little more integrity yeah, to it. Yeah, but you you've bought games on the Wii, the console emulator that's built into the Wii that you already own on other systems. Sure. Right. Yeah. yeah like yeah. the actual physical cartridges. Yeah, and so I have. Forth. Yeah, if it's a really good game. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So that's what that's the thing I don't get. I don't get people like if I. It, you know, ha- buying a, a SNES title when I have an SNES that I could plug in, you know, that I already own, and then buying that again on the Wii—that—that mm-hmm. that I don't—I don't get. Well, that. it's a matter of. I mean, if it's something I never owned, system. or if I no longer have it, like the original Nintendo games, sure, I don't have an original Nintendo anymore, but we still have a. Mm-hmm. a and Super see, NES. I I do. Normally, the part where you guys go into the minutia of video game systems, and I stare at you like a monkey doing a math problem, <laughs> comes much later in the show. It's, it's oh, interesting yeah. to jump straight into this. <laughs> jump straight into it, but see, we'll get it out of the way. Yeah, we'll get it out of the way. Yeah, yeah it's not. I'm, 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 I'm right now. I'm very close to having everything I want, video game wise. Okay. Only new titles at this point. Like really, all the retro stuff that I'd be the yeah. least bit interested in for the most part. There's a few little. Fun games that maybe, but right now I'm good. It's crazy. 
Speaking of retro stuff, I've been binging on Angry Video Game Nerd videos. It's this funny, last isn't week. it? He's good. Just he's got over a hundred of them, and they're just one after the other. It's good stuff. Yeah, funny stuff, but it's really kind of made me want to go revisit the some old of those stuff. games. Yeah. yeah. So is this another one of those things where you're watching somebody play video games while they it is at it? Uh, Angry Video Game Nerd's been doing he's it. He's the since, originator. Yeah, since All what two thousand seven? Yeah, yeah. He's, the, yeah. He's he's really the guy that put this stamp on it and made it what it is. Uh, he's getting you know he's got his own game coming out now. Just and, came out actually, and uh, making a movie. Uh, he's he's and he's funny. He's yeah. funny. He and he's so passionate about it, and he's real. That's the thing that's great yeah. about it. It's like you see his room, and you're like, okay. And what a hell of a collection he has! Oh, legit. Yeah. Fucking legit. He's got everything. Everything. Basically, basically, if you haven't seen the show, he's he. Not so much review. He goes back and revisits games that were horrible for the original systems and not not even comparing them to like see how they are compared to today's games he doesn't even talk about today's games he's like this game is shit and i'm gonna show you why but he's still coming from a place of love at the same time so it's and they run about 10 to 20 minutes an episode and he usually some are way better than others but they're all they're all really funny but but when he's playing the game and doing the commentary over the game it just shines Mm -hmm. just shines I've even I've even come to enjoy the theme song finally. Oh yeah, theme song's good. Yeah, I didn't like it at first. Now I like it. <laughs> I've seen and in fact, it's been going through my head. A lot of that stuff yeah. was watching over the boys' shoulders, but uh, yeah, I, yeah. I there's, there's, now there's stuff. thousands of people doing it. Thousands yeah. oh, and thousands yeah. of people doing it. Um, yeah, we're gonna be probably taking part in that uh, charity event that uh, my buddy uh, Anthony does with his happy hour troop. Happy hour game time. That's another. That's what they do. Is they just play games and yell at each other and have fun. It's great. That's that's here in town. Yeah, they're going to be doing a small little charity thing for uh, children's hospitals. When are they so doing that? Do you November. Know? Yeah, because mm-hmm. you guys are pretty bad about promoting events. Like I went to. Well, this I is not an event per so, se. It's yeah. it's going to be a live stream, so sure. you can watch it online. So we're going to talk more about it as it gets closer. Yeah. I went, I went to Luddite's thing last weekend. It was amazing, and I just yeah, you know, couldn't believe how little promotion. I mean, you guys didn't talk about it all last week, right? Unless no. it was in that last minute yeah, and a half for, that you got for, cut you off. Forgot. You forgot yeah. to bring it up. Yeah. But that happens. And and also, we, you know, we, we're not a – even though we're out of Vegas, you know, most of our listeners are not from Vegas. So, you know, we're talking about local events – Yes, is more for our benefit, I think, to remind ourselves yeah. of what's going on really? than, than for anybody else. We'll do it. It's we'll not like it you're doing there. a show out of L.A. and talking about the traffic. I mean, I think people would be interested. Yeah, <laughs> you're right. They would. But it's, uh, yeah, Luddite Show, uh, I saw the last time he did it, it was really good. And, and the parking was great. <laughs> <laughs> Zing! Never going to stop. <laughs> Zing! I was actually trying to craft a, a joke in my head about, because he talked about a show in L.A., Talking about traffic, and I was like, "Well, we get it. We already have a show in Vegas talking about parking, but <laughs> I didn't quite get it out in time. It was, it was still forming in my head." Any other gaming things or video game nerdity, otherwise comic book stuff you want to bring up before we begin this? Uh shit. No, I don't think so. I was house sitting, so I binged. Yeah, yeah. I've- I went through all of Orange is the New Black, which is phenomenal. Really? Yeah, that's really good. By the way, yeah, that's a really good show. Don't miss that. Is. If you have watch Netflix, that with the wife, yep. watch the hell out of that show. Yep, it's brilliant. Is that of an end yet? No, it's just it's got it's one first, season. First season, man. Okay. It's really good. It ends beautifully. 
Now I have to ask. I'm not. I have not watched the show, and I don't want to spoil anything here. But Uh-oh. has anybody watched the finale of Breaking Bad? Because there, no. there are some motherfuckers that are losing their mind over that thing that aired on Sunday. Oh yeah, it's and uh, I, 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 I'm just curious as to why. Yeah, I, I don't, don't want to know. Yeah, I don't, you know, don't all, know. All I know, no. I'm, all I know is that that. Some fans aren't happy. Okay, fine. Who? So what? Yeah, so exactly. Life is water yeah. is wet and the sky is blue. Well, I, I know, and I'm like, but, I, I sat there and I thought about every series finale that I've watched, and so few of them are a hundred percent satisfying. Sure. I'm like, at at most, I'd say most of them are fifty percent satisfying. I put it this way: I, I think the funniest thing I read about it is that. Hear it. No, no, you you want to hear this actually. Oh, this this Lord. is this is more for you. Don't is that anything. no? That's not spoiling anything. Just that that fans are so angry that they're actually like writing Lindelof and telling him how angry they are about Lost. <laughs> 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 like uh, like it's rekindled Lost anger. Oh sure wow. sure sure yeah. sure. Oh, I understand I have, the Lost anger. I have not watched one minute of that show yet. I intend to watch it all in one fell swoop That's at some good. point. That's but a Breaking good idea. Bad or Lost? Yeah. Breaking Bad. I've yeah. watched five episodes of the Lost. Well, you know what? The, the whole kit and caboodle comes out in November. So yeah. if you want to buy the go. home version. Then and that's just, when I will wait. I'll go. wait till November and watch it all Do at you once. Have Netflix? So I don't have to wait for... Uh, yeah, I got Netflix. Then you're good. Yeah. You're going to wait. Just wait a little bit. Yeah, Netflix. I've got I don't a know. lot of new material this week. Yeah. I feel spoiled. They got uh, season three of Walking yet Dead. I started watching. Yet people are posting online about how it's like they put all this new stuff up and they took off the stuff that I like. Whatever. You know, I mean, like, you, know what? you had your chance. The, that's what I have to say. I guess to you. King of the Hill got yanked and, and, and somebody that's like on Facebook. You I'll waited. Put, I'll I'm put this you. out here. I, I don't go on Facebook very often for those people that don't know. <laughs> I go on there maybe once a week. We were wondering. So when I go on there and there's a post from people that I know. That cracks me up. I sometimes have to share it. So in this case, I have a friend that has been watching King of the Hill through Netflix, oh, okay. like religiously, like it's like it's like a part of her routine. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like you know, come sure. home, I got get ready some shows for bed, that I like blah, that. blah blah yep. blah, yep. watch the show, go to bed, and now she's pissed that King of the Hill is gone. Well, you and know, I saw other people on on Facebook saying it's like, great, Netflix took off, blah blah blah, or they took off this. And I don't have any other specific examples because the only one I can remember specifically right now was the King of the Hill one. But it's like everybody's yapping about you know all the things that they lost, and I'm like, but look at all the stuff they added, mm-hmm. you know? Sure. I mean, and I hate to break it to you, folks, yeah. but it's it's reason why Paul is so hesitant about this next generation and what it means for the current generation. If you don't own it physically, you're not going to own it forever. Nope. Simple as that. Licenses are going to change. Yeah. The digital stuff that you bought. Any, if you did not buy a That's physical why I'm holding copy, holding on to my CDs and DVDs like a fool. There is no guarantee Never you will have it in the future. That shit. Yeah. Yeah, because man. they can patch that bullshit in. So it's gross. Oh, yeah. It's gross. Oh, oh. So if you want to have your King in the Hill, buy it on DVD. Simple mm-hmm. as that. And I'm all for that. Yeah. I think you know, support the creative teams that bring you the thing that you like. Absolutely. Wait for it to go on sale if you got to, but you know, I buy the shit that I really love. Mm. Anything else to throw in before we throw this down? One last last night, I was speaking of things that they added on Netflix. They added uh, Room Two Thirty Two Two Thirty Seven. Room Two Thirty Seven. I have no idea what the hell you're talking about right now. It's the documentary about uh, oh, the the. Uh, the Shining, the shining thing. The, yeah. Oh, okay. it's on Netflix now. Yeah, I just, didn't know just that last night. I want to watch that though. or the night before. Yeah, it's uh, it 
it's all about these wild theories about what the real hidden meanings are behind a lot of uh, the stuff. And it has got some delicious stuff in there. It's really, really good. Okay. No, no, I I definitely want to watch this, but it was just like the, just on a side note, you were talking about like, you know, the hidden meanings and stuff. I, I was flipping through the channels yesterday and on History Channel, I think it is. They have this thing called Ancient Aliens. <laughs> and I literally wanted to stab <laughs> myself. The guy with in the, the hair, yeah. the crazy well, hair, is just always yeah. like, "I'm not well, saying it's aliens, but no, no, aliens. no." There's and this one was like, I I stopped on it for a second because I've always been fascinated with ancient Egypt and you know and and all this stuff. And they're talking about well, you, you know, got that from your mummy. Uh, <laughs> so I'm like. I stopped and I'm like, all right, what are these fools going to say about the pyramids? So I stopped. And, I, and then so what did you I'm think? sitting there watching and they're talking about how uh, Pythagoras, you know, the Pythagorean theorem and, you know, with the triangles and so forth. And all this really elaborate, self-created bullshit about history that they've got. It's like, it's like, well, it's clear that some higher superior intelligence had to introduce this yeah. and that he just picked up on it and i'm like he couldn't have just figured it out in his own head well do you think their theories are fair or not <laughs> stop being an ass <laughs> no you're all just in denial oh but so it just it's, it's these programs that, that that just it's it's annoying as hell well where, this where, one you know i get the the human brain is in, you know, inherently in we its look design, for looks for patterns okay. where none so are that's, there. That's and that's what they were doing. Well, like, that's exactly what this documentary yeah. is. Okay. But there are patterns there. Mm-hmm. Sure. But it's you know, and, and part of it's like some of it's like, wow, yeah, clearly, yeah, yeah. And then some of it's, some of it for me is like, woo, is there a conspiracy theorist <laughs> yeah. shit oh, in okay. there? And right. the whole moon you. landing it's, thing is a factors in very big. Nice. It's great. But the human the human yeah. mind wants to make patterns. That's why yeah. when you look at like a, you know, an electrical outlet, you see a face. Yeah, Jeff just doesn't yeah. want Ramsey's down his throat. Right. <laughs> okay. Now, do you you probably remember this ball because you get your whole crazy conducting thing probably on. Do. do you remember a uh, televangelist who is like this crazy bearded guy that would just ramble? Like doc, Dr. Gene Scott, I think it was. Uh, well, I don't. Oh, he was just insane. Guy. But he was like, I was like flipping through the channels back before there was, you know, Netflix when you're watching just cable and whatever the weird shit was on at two in the morning. Dr. Scott. And he's rambling about the pyramids. Yeah. And he's like, hey, you just, just drop me a line. I'll send you this book of Pyramids Decoded. So I still have this Pyramids, Pyramids Decoded. Decoded book sent to me by a televangelist. What does it say? <laughs> it breaks the, the pyramids down mathematically and claims that they're, you know, there's great mathematical, biblical. They, they, it ties the Bible into the pyramids. Like if you break it down into cubits, then the chapters of each Bible thing start here <laughs> and there. It's, just, it's a wonderful a, mishmash. Yeah. If, if you want to know how it all went down, just watch Stargate. You got it. There you go. So <laughs> is, this, is this the what have you done geeky this week or does that come later? We're in it. Yeah, I've been playing a lot of Grand Theft Auto Five. Uh, really enjoying the game. Um when you get into the Trevor character, he is batshit insane, but yeah, fun. Yeah, I, I, um, all I've seen of that thing was what I saw tonight when you were messing around with yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. That was impressive enough for me. Yeah, it's a playable HBO series. That's what, it, it is. What it, comes yeah, down. It is. I, I love Michael's character. I haven't even got to Trevor yet. I just Michael really is love Michael's character. a lot of fun too. Yeah. The more you learn about his background too, it's a, it's it's a lot of fun. I, all all three main characters are are great. I mean, they're well written. Um, and well performed, I should say. 
When so, you play today, do you have to do an update for the online stuff? Uh, that was last night. Oh, okay. And it, it, it went by pretty quick. I didn't realize what the update was for until when it was on the loading screen in the lower right-hand corner. The one drawback of the game, folks, is that it takes for freaking ever to load when, oh, you're, that's true, that's true. when you're loading from you know the home screen or the, or the help, Xbox 360 tips. dashboard. But At the in, top, but then it goes. Yeah. And the, after that, it's fine. But yeah. like in the lower right-hand corner, when it, says, it used to just say loading story mode, it was saying loading story mode, press A for online. Okay. So it's like, oh, I can push A. So I actually did it uh, by accident, and and I was like, whoa, 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 whoa. And it wouldn't. It, it loaded up the online, but then I, I really wasn't interested in playing online at that specific point, so I went back into the story mode, right. which it takes a little while to load from online and back into the story mode. So, you know, just be aware of that. Okay. So, yeah. Last Tuesday, while you guys were, you know, doing your little podcast thing. <laughs> oh, here we go. I, I was am. an extra on a sci-fi, uh, sci-fi show. Tell me about this. A show I, on well, sci-fi? What you're allowed to, I guess. I, I, I think I can tell the bare bones, which is it was a show called Naked Vegas. And on it's, sci-fi? Yeah, it's about body painting. Oh. So, the night I was there was a steampunk-themed thing. So, I was there okay. with a bunch of steampunks hanging out in this... this Party mansion on the west side of town. So we're all the pretending we're having a party while they uh, showed off, you know, mostly naked women covered with you know gear paint. It was pretty impressive paint. They all look like gears. All their nipples are gears. (laughs) (laughs) Aren't they though? We ain't twist them hard enough. Clank, clank, clank. Oh, that's never getting back. Right. Yeah. When when it comes out, I'll let you guys know. It'll be. Please do. Yeah. It'll it'll be. I have no idea. I think it was the fifth episode of it, but they, they told so us we not should, to show any pictures until the thing was uh, going to be on the air, and then we could go crazy. So we should watch for the loner in the corner masturbating furiously. <laughs> <laughs> Is that our cue? You weren't I on actually, the show, Paul. You weren't on the show. Not yet. I, I wasn't on the show, but I was in the corner masturbating furiously. <laughs> I was actually paired off with a very nice young lady I know. Hello. We were, we were, uh, just sitting over in the corner being filmed over and over. Oh, you were sitting in the corner. Oh, yeah. Ah. I knew it. The corner action is where it's at, <laughs> nerds. <laughs> oh, fingers find places actually, in corners. The, the funniest part of the thing was they, uh, at one point we're gonna, they were going to show us the commercial of this uh, the body painting place. And uh-huh. they dragged us all in this room. And pretended to show us a commercial, and the director was having us react to something we couldn't see. We don't know what that's like at all, mm, do we, Torgo? Off green screen. <laughs> <laughs> what did, did he say? Something like, "Imagine it's your dad's penis coming at your face." <laughs> <laughs> oh no! <laughs> Nothing quite that clever. Now it's gonna be really funny. Everybody laugh. <laughs> now it's gonna be really funny. Everybody laugh. Really. God. See that all would have needed was uh, now imagine your dad's penis is coming at your face. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, it's something I've never imagined. I, 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 I till now. I, now, 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 yeah, it's nightmares. <laughs> it has a tutu. <laughs> it looks like it looks like an enraged Degas come to life. Oh, what the hell? There was a. <laughs> what? Yummy fur, that was it. Yummy you, fur. You yummy fur. There was a comic called Yummy Fur, and okay. at one point there was a character that had uh, Richard Nixon as his penis. All right, all right. Dick, Dick. I'm not a penis. I'm the president of the United States. 
Which can only bring us some news I'm you the, don't give a shit about. I'm the president, Milk Chan. Respect me. How dare you talk to me that way? I'm the president. <laughs> you watch Milk Chan? Super Milk Chan? You should watch Super Milk Chan. No idea what don't it's on Netflix. It's on Netflix. Super Milk Chan. Watch Super Milk Chan. It's really, really funny. Did you spell that? You're just going, bubble. Super Milk Chan. That still there makes you go. No sense. <laughs> milk, M-I-L-K-C-H-A-N. Super Milk Chan. I assume this is a Adult Swim thing. It's an anime, and it was on Adult Swim briefly. Okay. And it's been on some other stuff, and it's just the strangest fucking show. <laughs> but it's really, really good. The American dub stuff is weird because the actors try and do some of the weird bits that the Japanese people do, and sometimes it works and sometimes it doesn't because they cut to live action stuff and sometimes okay. in segments, and it's it's a little weird, but it's really, really funny. All she's right. kind of like a superhero, but she's weird. It's like she's a little girl. It's just it's crazy. Milk Chan, dude. It's its, its own thing. You got to see some Where Milk Chan. You got to see some Super Milk Chan. It's fucking crazy. Is this going to scar me too or is it No, no, no. It's really it's really interesting. She has this hotline to the president and say, I'm the president. Oh, Milk Chan, I need your help. These people don't respect me. They've got to respect what's going on in the countries. Nobody knows. I'm the president, Milk Chan. You should listen to me. It's fucking... There's no tentacles, right? Nope. Good. Did you scrub your t- shoes too, Paul? They are like incredibly white. These are new, oh, dude. Okay. I got new shoes. How about that? I thought maybe you got those in in with your your cleaning routine today. Nope. Yeah, I bought shoes that are pretty close to the ones I had before. <laughs> They're not that far off. They're really comfy though, but they have this yeah. cool little Velcro thing on the front and uh they're kind of pimpy, actually. They're kind of yeah. cool, like pimpy sneakers. And it was funny because the guy that sold them to me you was hang like, "Hang out with low budget pimps." <laughs> he was like, "Oh yeah, well that's how it works." He's like, "You know these are these sneakers are approved for club wear." And I'm like, "Oh yeah." <laughs> <laughs> so news you, we don't give you know me about. rolling no, no, no. up in the club. I'm, I'm not letting approved for club when uh, approved for club wear go that easy. <laughs> really? These are approved for club wear. They're called... Is, um, is there a list somewhere of what you can and can't wear to the club? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, that's universal? Yeah, well, sneakers don't usually make the cut, but as you can see, these have such a, a, a interesting silhouette, and this giant Velcro pad at the, at the base gives them a touch of class. Especially when you're wearing red pants and red shirt. Yeah. No, these, I mean, I think Pharrell wears these. I don't know I want to see you test it. I don't, I don't <laughs> see you getting into a club there unless you've got... Some sort of hottie hang on each the, side of you. These will get you in a club. These and a $100 bill will get you right <laughs> into a club. News you don't give a shit about. A nine-year-old boy from Orlando, Florida, has been placed in home confinement for bringing weapons to school. His father claims that the boy brought a, quote, unloaded handgun, a magazine with six bullets inside, a steak knife, and a small-handled sledgehammer to school, because he was emulating the main character, Steve, from Minecraft. What? Quote, they use hammers to dig and knives and guns to protect themselves from zombies, he said, according to the report from the Orlando news station WFTV. The father said the boy was just acting the game in real life and the gun he brought to school could never be fired because the firing pin had been removed. Uh, the father did not explain why his son was able to get the gun or of course, or the ammo in the first place. Uh, Minecraft is rated 
E10 Plus by the ESRB. And while there is some cartoon violence in the game, it hardly rises to the level of Grand Theft Auto or Call of Duty. Uh, in some schools, Minecraft is being used to teach children as well. Mm-hmm. So just goes to show that uh, in order to ta- avoid taking responsibility for their own actions, some parents will say anything, and some judges who are ignorant of the products uh, will accept these arguments. I will back up the educational uh, stuff behind Minecraft. Yeah. My, my son knows his uh, multiplication tables because he has to figure out resources and multiplying the various resources by blocks cubes i realize i'm getting older and i forget things now i don't remember a gun in minecraft yeah i either. think you can craft one and with the with the right mods anything is possible in that game but, sure but i don't, but I don't see think there's a projectile a year, gun or a nine-year-old modding minecraft no and there's not a projectile gun there's a no. bow and arrow there's a bow and arrow there's a few other things but yeah it's not really i don't know no, it's not a violent game. No, and it's a it's a scary fun game. Yeah. I don't know, man. Creepers men. People it's just Creepers clearly... are some of the scariest moments I've had in video games all year. Exactly. It's really scary. They're just, you know, blaming And yeah. it couldn't possibly be that the kid said it was Minecraft so that he didn't have to or say that he was emulating nowhere what he's here seen does his it say father the, do. Nowhere here does it say the kid even said it was Minecraft. Right. It's like, oh, my son's being that game with the gun in it. Because it was probably, you know, clearly it was the father's gun. So yeah. what was the father doing with the gun did around f- the kid that the kid is emulating? On a, That'd on be my a, question. On a side note, did you find the ghost in the game? Notch's brother is in the game, I guess. No, I haven't. His dead brother is in the game. Really? Yeah. That's I've never even heard that. That's, yeah, that's all, oh, you need to, yeah, it's not just a creepypasta so thing. It's not it's like a creepypasta. There. It's in there. Yeah, it's not a... It's you not put a, the soul of a dead brother No, it's just, it's just in there. Just in there. It's interesting. There's a lot of interesting stuff about that game. No, there's there's so many layers of that game. It's, it's amazing how complex that game is mm-hmm. when it comes down to, for such a simple-looking game. It's anything but. Yep. Hmm. So Deep. the fact this gun has no pin in it makes me think, Dad took the pin out and said, here, play with this. Yeah, gross, huh? Uh, Who knows? Oh, well. Some parents. Most parents. Oh, uh, I can announce this. I'm okay. going to be an uncle. Oh, congratulations. Yeah, thank, yeah congratulations to my brother. Uh, he and his wife are expecting. It's going to be next year, but uh, oh, fantastic. that was good. But they're they're not going to be shitty parents. So that's Yeah, good. that's yeah. Mm-hmm. No. Let's hope not. No, they won't. <laughs> they're, good, they're good people. Smart, good. smart people. Mm-hmm. Uh, Weekend geek. Hey, oh, that's that it. That's the all one, the, shit the one news. story. Yeah, that's it. Which you know, co- complaints? Anyone? No, no. Right. Although you know, your mileage may vary. Uh, let's see. Just after the news that uh, Warner Brothers and DC are setting up the Jim Gordon-centric Batman-free drama Gotham at Fox. Now we've got word that the two companies are also planning Constantine, a series about everyone's favorite chain-smoking occult detective John Constantine at NBC. Now the show will be written and executive produced by Man of Steel and Batman slash Superman writer David S. Goyer and uh, Dexter and Mentalist executive producer Daniel Cerrone. Uh, no word yet who might be involved or who might star in the project. Dexter. Uh, that would... 
You think Michael C. Hall? You know what? Yep. If you're not going to have an actual British guy doing it, that's not a bad choice. There you go. Well, I mean, it's him or Keanu reprising his role. They're not going to do Keanu. <laughs> They're surely not going to do Keanu. Way, in there, fact, there's a lot of mileage. There's, I mean, if they don't, if they tried mm-hmm. not to make it anything like the movie, they, there's a lot of stuff to work with there. In fact, I can almost guarantee that this project is, again, just to keep the option away from Marvel. Because, oh, sorry, DC. Well, no, this is not a DC. It's a DC. It's Vertigo. Yeah, so no, but I guess DC, the option's not it. I think DC's just going to crash and burn with all this Warner has all the DC licenses. Yeah, so yeah, that's so so they're, Warner they're Brothers. So, that, that, that's, so I'm just talking shit. But, uh, yeah, created in 1985 by Alan Moore, uh, Steve Bissett, uh John Tottlebend is a supporting character for the Swamp Thing series. Uh, Hellbra- Hellblazer, the uh, comic that Constantine is from, ran for 25 years. Until uh, until he got his own new series in the new lineup. In the new 52? In the new 52. Well, they, they canceled, it was just called Constantine. They canceled Vertigo a while ago, right? Did they? They stopped I all think, Vertigo, I Vertigo titles? I think Vertigo and Belly Up a while back. What? I no. I think so. I think they're still putting Vertigo titles out. I could be wrong. Under the Vertigo name. I'm fairly sure of it. News to me. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I'm down for it. As long as it's you know done well, being on NBC, I don't know. I'm probably you know aging myself here, but were you guys reading Swamp Thing back when when he first appeared? No. no. Okay, because he, he was a delightful <laughs> prick back then. Well, he's a delightful prick now, yeah. and that's that's the joy of it, and that's why I worry that is going to network television is that you know he is so much of that character is Vertigo. Do you have the whole Alan Moore Swamp Thing run or? Compilations, I or I think that may have been one of the may have been in the fourteen boxes of comics I gave away. I'll double check. Oh, why did you oh. give away your comics? Because I wasn't ever going to re. I probably kept those. Now that I think I probably kept the Swamp Thing and the, and the. But I mean, I got rid of like fourteen boxes of stuff that I was never going to reread. And uh, actually, um, Justin, uh, the guy that does the um, pixel art. Okay. Uh, he was working on a comic book. He's working on getting a comic published. And I said, here, take these, sell them, use them to, use them to make your comic. There you go. Very You're nice. Well, according to this, Vertigo is still pro- is still publishing. And I am wrong. I'm sorry. In the DC Universe. Yeah. Vertigo is one of my favorite comic lines. So well, yeah, it's when, I, when the I buy more individual adults. issues, that's where I tend to go. All right. Well, let's go to a show called The Returned. It's being developed by the A&E Network. Uh, it's based on a French series called Les Revenants, which is uh, itself based on a 2004 movie called They Came Back. <laughs> they Came Back? Yeah. They Came Back. Hold came. on. That's not a zombie movie, is it? Uh, it's, it's not it's not, something else. not so much zombie. It's uh, it's. Uh, if, we'll put that? it this way. If the A&E series, if it stays faithful to the French one, the story takes place in a small town where the dead begin coming back to life and try to resume their normal lives. <gasps> Whoa, dude. Like Congress. <laughs> At no, the same, no, they're coming back to life. They're no, doing right. things. They're just staying dead. At the same time, power outages, strange marks on both the living and the dead, and other bizarre phenomena start to affect the village. Uh, so it doesn't sound like there's any flesh-eating or civilization-ending plagues in the scenario, unless A&E decides that it needs those elements to compete with AMC. Uh, but A&E D- General Director David McKillop said, quote, The return takes place in an incredibly unique approach, filled with suspense and twists and turns to the subject of the living dead. 
part mystery, part thriller, The Returned is a perfect complement to A&E's unique brand of scripted storytelling, unquote. Uh, no word yet to when the series will premiere. Uh, the French show's first season ran November and December 2012, at season two slated to air sometime next year. That could be really cool yeah, and super gross. Interesting. Yeah, and then A&E's hands, I expect big things. That would be super gross. That's cool. So, yeah, different take. I'm down. I'm open. Gross. Did you, did you guys watch Torchwood? I did not. I know Jeff did. I, I didn't get all the way through the like the original series. Um, I did get... Torchwood um, is an anagram for Doctor <laughs> Yes, it is. <laughs> uh, but anyway, <laughs> I, I, did, uh, I did see all of the Miracle Day miniseries. Um, and I want to say I watched the first six episodes of season one. They did a really right. nifty thing near the end. And then the thing ended, unfortunately. Okay. Where one of the characters died and they brought him back. He was, you know, he was still moving around alive, and as you know, but he wasn't. He was, he was basically a living zombie. Oh, Agent Coulson. Except that, <laughs> you know, when he got hurt, it didn't heal. So like he was like, oh, that's poking, fun. That's poking fun. shit through his hands, like, oh, that's not gonna heal, huh? Guess I better be careful about that. And I was like, oh, that'd be great. But you know, then it ended a few episodes later. I'm like, damn, I wanted to see where they went with that because right. Okay. So that was the Showtime series that you saw. Yeah, the, okay. yeah. Well, no, sorry. Uh, stars originally. Oh right, you're a star. My apologies. Right. Did uh, did the the Miracle Day? Well, wait, is that the one? Uh. Yeah. Uh, Torchwood Miracle Day is where. Oh, it's the one. Is after the. Yeah, it was after the series I concluded. Post BBC. It only yeah. has two of the characters from the the original yeah. series, uh, Captain Jack, of course, uh, and I totally am blanking out right now on the other young lady's name. But uh, the, the Miracle Day, is, it's like ever the, the everybody stops dying. There's no more death in the world. And they're trying to figure out what's going on. Gotcha. Torchwood is an anagram for Doctor O. How'd you watch that? you watch it Thank on? You, uh, Thank you. Um, Glad to know that now. <laughs> Encore was doing this, like, I think they're still doing it, but they do like on a Sunday, they do a, a mini series for like the whole day. Like, okay. all the episodes back-to-back, back, right. and that's what they did on this one. Uh, they've done some other ones, too. Like, they did V uh, a while back, and they had the whole thing, the whole run. Um, the old V or the new V? The old V. Um, gosh, what was the other one I just saw recently, and I was like, oh, that's cool. They're doing that. Fringe. Uh, the Wizard of Oz. No. Time Bandits. Which of the 18 versions? I'm totally blanking out on the one that I watched, but then they have like the Thorn Birds, which was a miniseries. And I remember the Thorn they Birds. They have. Uh, uh, Did you watch the Thorn Birds? Is it Shogun? The one with the guy that, you know, he's an Englishman and he gets. He gets his wiener caught Shogun. in that suit of armor. You, yeah, that's the one. He's a. Uh, yeah, he gets, oh! uh, he gets captured and then. Oh, you know, got samurai the in a samurai armor. How do you pin this uh, outfit? I have to give uh, Shogun credit. That was my, my first beheading. And there take a go. drink, folks. Yeah. <laughs> Commander K is not here to say it. Shogun! I kissing! <laughs> anyway, so what else we got? Yeah, Ages of S.H.I.E.L.D., the TV show, picked up 11.9 million total viewers and a 4.6 rating in the key 18 to 49 demographic, making it the biggest premiere for a drama series since 2009. It's an impressive feat, especially considering the competition the show had to face. 
Shield went head to head with both NBC's singing competition powerhouse The Voice and CBS's procedural juggernaut NCIS, and neither of them could slow it down. Uh, the Shield uh, premiere solidly beat NCIS's 3.4 demo score, wow. though NCIS still won in total viewers' battle. And while The Voice's two-hour premiere managed to tie Shield's demo rating overall, the Marvel drama was winning uh, during the 8 to 9 p.m. hour. I think it'd be harder to find three shows with more different audience than those three shows. I don't uh, know. NCIS yeah. has some crossover. Uh, it does. Absolutely. A quarter of this room watches it. So. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm a sucker for... NCIS. Investigational procedurals. <laughs> You're a sucker for the ponytailed crazy girls. The oh, fuck the, are you the, talking the little, about? The little gothic girl? That there? girl, that, yeah. that's what it's all about for you. Oh, are you talking to Abby, the, the, lab, tech, the lab tech geek? I yeah, don't know that's, that's the one he's talking about. Okay. Yeah. She's she's cute. No, she's she's, our, she's our age, yeah. though. <laughs> I mean, don't um, matter. Yay! Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> she's totally within our age oh, range. That Ugh. sucks. She's been out of school for, like, decades. Gross! <laughs> but, yeah, Gross! <laughs> She could drive, you know. Ugh. Ick. Black. Her mother does not pack her lunch. Gross balls. But anyway, yeah, I'm a sucker Sign for... Sign me off much? Ugh. I'm, I just, a, I'm a sucker for those investigational procedural things. I enjoy them. I just don't, I mean, don't really watch all the way through a whole series. So. Speaking I, of... Well, I've been watching CSI since the beginning. I've been watching NCIS since the beginning. Um, I'm not such a fan of those things, but... Man, I started Sherlock. BBC oh, Sherlock. Oh, excellent. You finally started it. Finally started Holy shit, that's a great show. Mm-hmm. Only misstep is the Baskervilles episode, but that's barely yeah. a misstep. I haven't gotten there it's, yet. Well, there you go. Well, now you know what's coming. Now I know when it comes to just... No, it's fine. Air my It's still, it's no, still it's, better than most you know everything out there. Like when the episode comes up, you'll go, all right, why is Paul overreacting on this one? <laughs> oh. Back me up, fact check. It's the weakest of the series. It's the weakest of a very good series. Exactly. It's still brilliant. Exactly. Yeah. It's still brilliant. Yeah. And, and it's great to see Khan and Bilbo Baggins going toe-to-toe. Yep. So it's great. Nice. Mm-hmm. That, what, what that show does, well, and I guess what the, the Robert Downey one did, too, is it brings back Watson to his prominence. Watson... You know, for years was not played as bumble. this bumbling oaf, yeah. and he's not... I mean, he's the no. narrator in the books. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Not to mention yeah. Holmes's lover. I mean, he's not as smart as Sherlock, but yeah, but I mean, he's as smart as Sherlock. Yeah. He's a genius. He's a genius in his own right, but compared to Holmes, he is lesser because Holmes is so brilliant. He's basically he's, the Hounds of the, the Bastard episode. <laughs> had, had he it's been a Holmes series. In the books, always. I mean, he's, 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 you know, he's always saving yeah. his ass, and he's, he's always defending him from this and that. And, you know, he's just, he's not the bumbling oaf he's been betrayed. No, after. no. Did I? Which I always what? thought was interesting because I remember reading the books back in high school. We had some of them that were assigned to us to read, and then I got on kind of a. a yeah, bit. Yeah, I got on kind of a kick with that, and I just started reading them. See, this is probably where my whole procedural detective ah. stuff goes back to but I'm at any rate you don't read, well, read mystery novels well, see you've read those i have read some in the past i okay. just don't read lots of them because right. am i right in thinking that in one of those stories that he uses confectioner sugar and cocoa to come up with a tootsie roll wasn't that watson's big thing was he created the first tootsie roll 
I am so afraid of where you're going with this. That's just what I thought happened. I, I I think you're remembering not... an episode of Where's Waldo or Waldo, Waldo <laughs> Kitty. Excuse me. He makes a Tootsie Roll. How does he make the Tootsie Roll? Tootsie Roll! Tootsie Roll! Does he just roll it down the hill? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Is that what you he were going at? I don't know. Yeah. Uh, I, don't I think you just weren't sure strong. where you were going. I wasn't, I wasn't no. going anywhere. Oh, okay. I was just throwing it out there. Just throwing it. Just seeing what happened. You're and nothing happened. Fizzle. That's you. what happened. <laughs> It's you're a fizzle. <laughs> but anyway, yeah, you're absolutely right. I don't know where they got this whole notion of making uh, Watson out to be, you know, this this moron that's got to be coddled by by Holmes throughout right. the because he is just he's not Badass. he's not just as smart, but he's pretty darn smart mm-hmm. and and figures things out as well along the way. And and you're right, he was the narrator. I mean, it's all written. I mean, when you read the the Holmes stories, it's written from the viewpoint of Dr. James Watson and he's retelling his you know experiences with He's Holmes. a half a step behind the smartest man yeah, in the world. Yeah. Exactly, exactly. So that's not a bad place to be. Have they changed uh any of the stuff with the new one where it's Ming-Hua, not Ming-Hua. What's her name? Lucy Liu. Oh. Lucy Liu and yeah. I haven't watched Mr. Angelina Jolie. Oh, yeah, I haven't seen any of that. They're okay. I've seen one or two. They're okay. They don't hold a candle to the BBC, but they're they're good. Okay. You'd probably really like them, Jeff. I, I watched one or two of the episodes. They're not bad, but it's I don't know. I it's it's difficult to get into a new series for me right now, just because I there's so much crap on TV right now that I am enjoying. Um, I say crap. <laughs> no, know, that's a great sentence. Nice nice <laughs> Vegas connection to that one. The um, local band Killian's Angels is uh, playing. Uh, they're, they're on a soundtrack for the for the part of the okay. episode. Oh, yeah. they uh, they should uh, take it to L.A. Is it set in L.A.? It's set in New York. It's set in New it? York. Hmm. It should be set in L.A. Because in every five minutes, Sherlock will be turning around, straining his neck because people are like, "What's up, Holmes?" <laughs> What's going on, Holmes? Oh boy, <laughs> he suffers terrible whiplash. Has to wear a brace. Hey, Holmes! Oh, oh my God! So Everywhere what, I go in this town. So which episode? Hey, Holmes! <laughs> Where everybody knows your name. Get a clue, Holmes. So how far along are you? How many episodes are you in? Uh, I just finished the first one about halfway through the second. Let's see. Blizzard has. Uh, Stated that the Duncan Jones directed, possibly Colin Farrell starring Warcraft movie, will be out December eighteenth, twenty fifteen. So there's your date. That's very specific. Very specific. It's that's going twenty fifteen. Hell of a year for movies. I think I'm busy December eighteenth. Well, now's the time to clear it out. I think I'm busy the whole year of twenty fifteen. <laughs> There's so much crap going on that year. And the CW is adding yet another sci-fi series to its lineup. This Homeboys one, in Outer Space? Uh, this one's called Red. Oh, why won't they bring back Homeboys in Outer Space? Because it was terrible. Yeah. <laughs> you beat me to it. <laughs> What's up, Holmes? Huh? I remember when the CW was that. Yeah, the CW was that. Don't ever forget it, people. Yeah. It was that and Michigan J. Frog. It was pandering racism and a dancing that was the frog. WB before what? it merged with UPN the CW? and became the CW. Yeah. Okay, well, it was still the same thing. I would watch a Columbas- Columbastro. You'd watch a Clubass? Columbastro. Columbastro. I'd watch a series Did of that like in a Did you like Columbastro? <laughs> that was pretty good, huh? That was a good... 
<laughs> you might have to change the name. It's hard to spit out. Columbastro meets the meets the homeboys from outer space. I have seen two references to Columbo in various media in the last couple of weeks, and every time I thought of you. You thought of Columbastro? Yeah. Yeah, it brings it up, man. <laughs> Let me just ask you this right here. <laughs> you, excuse me. You got one more second, one more question. I know, I know you're very One guy good. just did the little turnaround with the point, and I thought of you. <laughs> One last thing, you know these things you were doing. You know you you. Yes, they were in our space. Curse you, Columbastro! You didn't know if you was on our. You answered for me. Thank you very much. Won't take any more of your sweet time. All right, I'm out of here. So is Red based on the movie series with Malkovich and Bruce Willis? No, of course not. No, that's based on Red Matter. Uh, it's the new Western slash sci-fi series described as the neo-Western drama about the first human settlement on Mars and life in this new frontier, centering ah. on the relationships between the town's female sheriff, a doctor, and a criminal. Uh, the series wait, being wait, 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 wait. Female sheriff? Female sheriff. Hold the phone. <laughs> so somebody's in an elevator saying, it's Firefly, <laughs> but it's also Deadwood. Instead of... Instead of Firefly Deadwood. Instead Instead it's Firefly of, with she's the sheriff. Instead the of exactly, yeah. instead of Mal, it's female. <laughs> oh, this is a Firefly with Sheriff Lobo. Female. Her name's female. Time to misbehave with my dress on. Hey, I'm a girl. <laughs> I aim to misbehave. If you know what I mean. If you know what I mean, wink, wink. It involves my pussy. <laughs> <laughs> the, the series is being developed by Bruno Heller. I, I was waiting to see if that would get you. I knew it would get you, but it just took too long. He was fighting through a drink. He, he couldn't let it get to his. He couldn't process it until he was done drinking. But then he uh. got it. <laughs> now might be a perfect time to introduce your new drink there, uh, Fact Check. I'm drinking a fine glass of... Shut the fuck up, Paul. Oh, wow. And he really is. That's what the... And it's what the label says. Yeah. <laughs> he did make a label, but I, I'm drinking had everyone's five favorite drink. Oh, Ladies and gentlemen, it's Neuro Bliss we'll from the back. Neuro people. <laughs> Forget about it. You can redress, reduce stress. This has the delicious flavor of tropical citrus lychee that you've all come to love. Uh, remember, lychee. I don't care that he's getting it, kickbacks. I just want a piece of it. It helps reduce stress. It enhances your mood, provides a focus, concentration, promotes a positive outlook. And there are some studies that say it makes babies grow angel wings if you apply it liberally on their tuchus. All right. So back to you. Who wants wings on their tuchus? No, it grows out of their back. The wings grow out okay. of their back, but you got to pour this stuff on their butt. Okay. That's why it's that shape? Yep. <laughs> Applicator. I knew I should have taken physiology. <laughs> I knew I should look in a mirror sometime. <laughs> oh, I'm so confused by my own body. Oh, tell me about it. <laughs> 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 it's like a Minotaur's maze. <laughs> the Minotaur, the Minotaur is after me. <laughs> you can just see a young Paul asking his mother questions. His mother shaking his head and. Going, uh, no, physically shaking his head. You don't ask questions like that. Don't ask questions. <laughs> Stay in the maze. A series is being, being developed by Bruno Heller of The Mentalist and uh, Tom Stetziagori of The Journeyman, Dr Journeyman and Drive. So that's admittedly a bit of an untested team as far as uh, straight-up sci-fi goes. Hey, everybody. I'm female. I'm the new law up here in the Wild West. 
on the frontier. I drive a metal horse. I'm, Police woman it, in it, color. Yeah, it'd be <laughs> if maybe they'll throw in some of that uh, some of that Brave Star shit. That's what Brave Star was kind of like on Mars. It wasn't Mars, but it was kind of like that. Yeah. I don't cool. think they will, but yeah. yeah it, Brave Star was so bad, but they had some good ideas. <sighs> that was one of them. There's nothing to the concept, so the writing better be brilliant. Yeah. yeah. It's the, the Wild West, but on Mars. It's CW. Maybe there's know. something about everything's, everything's going to be uh, floaty. Maybe people are like, you know... If the you know they some gunslinger comes sauntering into town, but he's like, but like big moon landing steps every 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 waddle that he takes, and then when he enters the saloon, all of a sudden, boom, gravity kicks in, and he hits the ground. Like, I'd watch that show. Take off them moon boots, you you uh, sidewinder. Before, yeah. Before I before I uh, before I um yeah. What is it? Uh, skin what skin this smoke wagon and change your attitude for permanent. Uh, I'm gonna skin this smoke wagon. Now, now, hornswoggle in there somewhere. No, <laughs> yeah, you're right. You've been hornswoggled. Help! Somebody's just shooting up the prairie, drinking. Are you looking up the gravity on Mars? <laughs> uh, I wanted I wanted to get specific before I I okay. said, said to Paul, you realize that the gravity is more gravity, intense on Mars. I think it's about the same. It's is about the same as on Earth. It's really hard to tie up your horses. <laughs> yeah, they're all floating away. <laughs> I was going to ask you to do that. Back. I saw you working on it. Wouldn't it be well, funny I if mean, everything was like swi- all the horses it, are like it was, swimming through the sky and it's like get it, and they're all like, <laughs> and they just flap their arms again. Legs, I'd watch that, and they just float around, and they, everybody just spins out of control. Well, I just I seem we got to get a posse together. Camp that Mars had near Earth normal gravity. I, I seem like, to remember from Space Camp that Mars needs women. <laughs> So I guess this female is the way to go. I'm sure there's rhymes in that somewhere. On the train. Very good. I contend that there's a there's a decent musical in Three Amigos, the musical. Oh yeah, yeah, that's definitely the key piece. All right, Martian gravity is 38 percent of the Earth's. Well, that's pretty weak, isn't it? Yeah, yeah guys. It's, then it's, you're right for once. I know for once. I'm really it's, smart. It's heavier than the moon, but uh, not as... Oh, it's heavier than the moon. Ooh. We're, we're back to Sherlock and Watson. Now. <laughs> <laughs> I've invented a Tootsie Roll. <laughs> I thought we were back on my uncomfortable body. For The Simpsons, <laughs> the 21st century began with the death of Maud Flanders. Now, after 14 years, the producers intend to kill off another regular character. Really? Executive producer Al Jean admitted as much in the recent phone conference with the press promoting Sunday's 25th season debut of The Simpsons. Quote, I'll give you a clue that the actor playing the character has won an Emmy for playing that character, but I won't say who it is, unquote. Uh, virtually all the major characters have been rewarded with an enemy over the years. An, an enemy? Yeah. <laughs> Everyone has an that's enemy. Trust me. Yeah. That's true. That's what. When you, when you work in Hollywood that long, yeah. that's what you're rewarded with. Maybe it's Bart. You think so? think they go that? Maybe. That Bear in mind, the premiere this Sunday is Treehouse of Horror. Just putting that out there. Yeah. Well, so, but... 
everybody has died in one form or another yeah, on Treehouse of Horror. But they're talking like uh, Maud Flanders. Time. Maud Flanders. I, I, and, I realize that, but it could be misleading because they're there's not, not that many. There's Maud Flanders. There's Doctor Nick Riviera. There's Doctor. What's his fucking name? Didn't Sideshow the Bob finally guy. bite the big one? No, Sideshow Bob episodes? is still alive. Um, what's the guy's name? Doctor Marvin Monroe. Because I thought he like Doctor Marvin Monroe is I dead. He got Bleeding Gums is dead. Oh uh, yeah. Every character played by Phil Hartman. Yeah, well, but they didn't die. Phil Hartman passed, but they those characters didn't die. Lionel Hutz is still out there doing the shenanigans. Um, I think that's it. I think it's only those four. Also, Guillermo del Toro is contributing to the opening of the annual Treehouse of Horror episode, which airs October 6th. And showing Pacific Rim in its entirety. (laughs) Are you scared yet? You should be. This is terrible. (laughs) Enjoy your scared. I'm going to go write another movie. Bye. I made a million dollars. The thing that amuses me is that... There's a lot of people out there that actually liked Pacific Rim and, uh, uh, and after, Paul. After, after your objections, a surprising amount. Yeah. I don't care. I know you don't care. That's, but that's, it doesn't it, change it, the fact that I'm right. <laughs> there are a lot of people out there that like female circumcision. I'm not going to get behind it. Really? Are there a lot of people? <laughs> that's, <laughs> yes. That's where you went there with are that? Nations <laughs> full, there are nations full who you approve of that bar- barbaric like, practice. You couldn't have said that you know, there are a lot of people that like uh, Fast no, and Furious films. No, I couldn't say that they're, because they're that terrible. is not hyperbolic and inflammatory. <laughs> Although my sta- my my stance on it is far from inflammatory, I think it's a terrible practice. I think all circumcision is is <laughs> it should be banned. There, I'm 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 out there. I'm saying it. No circumcision in any form ever. There you go. I mean it. Cut not the penis. Mm. Stop. So, Guillermo del Toro. <laughs> Entire episode in Spanish. And the season finale will be a Simpsons Futurama crossover episode. Oh, that's right. Really? That. Oh, that's right. Futurama may be gone, but not forgotten. And the Mark It'll Gordon Company back. and the C.S. Lewis Company have struck a deal to jointly develop and produce the Chronicles of Narnia, The Silver Chair, which would extend the fantasy film franchise that last appeared with The Chronicles <laughs> of Narnia, The Voyage of the Dawn Treader, which uh, Fox released in 2010. The Narnia movies have grossed a combined $1.6 billion worldwide. Uh, Lewis's series of seven chronicle novels have sold more than 100 million copies worldwide, beginning with The Lion, the Witch, and the Wardrobe in 1950. Silver Chair is the fourth in the series. But that's have they that's made at. three movies before Beavis? I can't, I've lost count on that one. No, they've done two. They've only done two. They're skipping, They're skipping the third. Uh, it's all garbage. That, or they incorporated bits of it already, or maybe they incorporated yeah, the silver chair. Who cares? Pieces to keep. Who cares? I have never read beyond the first book. Me neither. Of I'm the not going to read the first one. I'm done with it. I never watched any of the movies. Are they good? I watched the animated stuff. The movies are. Hey, I remember pretty, the animated stuff. The Paul and I went and bad. saw the the first movie. Yeah. Yeah. It's not yeah. very good. Yeah. Yeah. It was okay. It's mediocre. And they got some good little actors, some good little kid actors, but they didn't give them a whole lot to work with. Right. The, guy, the, the, good little, the little girl actors were good. The little boy actors were really bad. Okay. Except for the one, the bad boy. And Ed, I really Edwin, realize we're... Edwin? What's we're one name? story... I don't know. I realize we're a whole story past it, but I, I before I forget, I wanted to ask you, Paul. Oh. Did you see the series finale of Futurama? Nope. No? Oh, well then... 
Never mind. I kind of know about it. I because I, I was just gonna say as far don't as spoiler it. No, I I'm just was gonna say I I really thought it, it ended nicely. Nicely. Yeah, from what the for, little clip that I saw yeah. seemed to be. Yeah, like the the whole episode. I'm just gonna throw it out there is a bit of a tearjerker. So just bear that in mind if you haven't seen it. I have not, uh, so. or our audience hasn't seen so it. Get but, drunk uh, first and bring clean. Get drunk, bring clean. But uh, you know, it out. Jerk those I tears. wasn't <laughs> I wasn't sure where they were gonna go with the wrapping up of the series, but it, you know, it's, it was pleasant. It was pleasant. It's so sad. This is a, this is a tearjerker. This yeah. is like this is like the doll maker. Oh, have you seen the doll maker? Uh-uh. This is the saddest movie ever. I don't know if I've seen it. It's super sad. The doll maker. The doll maker. Staring at you, waiting for the joke. There's, There's no joke. There's no joke. Is this a full movie? Is it a full movie? It's really really sad. The doll maker. Very very sad movie. Uh, Sissy right Spacek, the, I believe. Right to the top of my very cube. very sad. So I don't Sissy think it's, is has pretty Sissy sad. Has Spacek ever been in anything that wasn't really really sad? Yeah, Popeye. No, she's kind of. Was she in Popeye? Was really really sad. <laughs> what was she in Popeye? It wasn't in Popeye. Sissy Spacek. Oh shit! No, I'm thinking of. Uh, no. Who no. Am I of? Sissy Spacek wasn't in Popeye. No. Who am I thinking of? Who played Olive Oil in that? The same lady from The Shining. That's right. That's I got him confused. What is her name? Which she's so bad in The Shining. That's true. But. Well, according to this, Shelley Jane Duvall? Fonda was the one that starred in The Dollmaker. Okay, it was Jane Fonda. Sorry. Oh, okay. Well, Jane Fonda's been in nice, happy things. What else was Jane it? Jane Fonda in Barbarella? a made-for-TV exactly. movie. Exactly. That was happy. Yeah. Electric Ooh, Horseman. Electric Grandma? What? Electric Horseman. Yeah, Electric Grandma. Wait, that is... You remember Electric Grandmother? She won an Emmy for Outstanding Lead Actress in a Limited Series or Special for her performance. It's sad. Her little girl gets run over by a train. Okay. It's just sad. That, that's, it's just sad. Is that, what just, it, is that what it is? Coping with grief? Is that kind of movie? It's just a, it's just a super... Did she make a doll and stare at it? Yeah. It's just a bad movie. I've, it's not a bad movie. It's just a I've sad movie. i in my head already. I don't need to see it. It's the, the, It sticks in my crawl because it's one of those things where it's like... Um, Every weekend for a long time, my family would go and rent movies. That was our big thing. We'd go and rent movies on Friday night, get some pizza or whatever. and, and you know. So you intentionally watched this? I didn't. See, this is the thing. So this was one of my mom's choices. So we're like, all right, Dollmaker. We'll let mom choose one this time. And it was just the most depressing. <laughs> we, we never let mom choose soul, again. Soul torture. It was really it was one of those things. It was like, she was like, okay. But she, she has a knack for just picking the most... <laughs> strange soul wrenching shit the weirdest stuff let me give you a perfect example this one this one makes me laugh um so one year for his birthday my brother got some binoculars um which were cool and then uh my mom as a cool tie-in gift was like oh, i'll get him a book she bought him this book with this how to stalk the neighbors <laughs> well, it's with this it's with this kid with binoculars on the front cover and she's like look he's got binoculars you know this kid's this kid sitting there with binoculars the title of the book Tommy was, the peeping no, tom the title of the book was then again maybe i won't and it <laughs> and it was about him peeping on his next door neighbor Ow. yes and we're like what are you doing <laughs> Well, he was like twelve at the time. I was like twelve at the time, and it's like I mean, it was a, it was a young adult fiction type book, but was there no back cover blurb? No, there was. But that's the kind of th- that's what I mean. Like she does, she's she's not, she doesn't process. She doesn't process. Then again, maybe I won't. My brother handled it really cool. I was just like, this is outrageous. 
Give me those binoculars. I was like, this is, yeah, give me those binoculars. You're not doing it right. This is wrong. We need a next hot next door neighbor girl. <laughs> we live one. next to a farm. This isn't working mm. out so well. No, but they we were well watched cows. No, we didn't live next to a farm. <laughs> oh, look at that. Look at that one. Check yeah. out them udders. Look at those spots. Mm. Holstein. Yeah, I would like to I'd like to fill her Holstein. <laughs> oh. That's not, we're talking about Jersey girls. Uh, <laughs> Jersey is right. <laughs> Jersey girls. Uh, oh my god. That's 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 a whole new thing. Uh, Valve has revealed steam machines which will come in different forms from different manufacturers in 2014, but will all run Steam OS. Valve is planning to send out 300 prototype boxes to Steam users free of charge who complete the Steam machine elig- eligibility quest. And Valve also revealed the Steam Controller, a new gamepad designed to play all Steam titles in the living room. The Steam Controller will support the full catalog of existing Steam games, even those that were not created with controller support. It features 16 buttons, a pair of track pads with haptic feedback, and a touchscreen. Users can also customize the bindings for their games. Quote, We have built in a legacy mode that allows for a controller to present itself as a keyboard and mouse. The Steam community can use the configuration tool to create and share bindings for their favorite games. Players can choose from a list of the most popular configurations. Uh, Valve also says the trackpads on the controller allow for, quote, a higher fidelity input that has previously been possible with traditional handheld controllers, unquote. And the controller's resolution is closer to that of a desktop mouse. I need to fart. (laughs) I tried to make the microphone pick up the fart. I hope it did. I think I heard more of it rubbing against your jeans <laughs> than an actual don't expelling. Encourage to, don't encourage him to rub it against no, his jeans No, if he's going to do it. I, 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 I want satisfaction. Oh. What, what he is, you, I you mean, think you're saying he don't obviously do that. looks very satisfied. What he's hearing is, I I'm need not, to rub this on my jeans repeatedly. Of <laughs> course he's satisfied. He got it out. It does. I feel better. That neuro bliss goes right through you. <laughs> I didn't bring enough. Shut the fuck up, Paul. <laughs> well, I I might be quiet, but my butt won't. In protest. So, in the middle of that, you said living room, but you probably didn't really mean a living room. You meant no, some he other. Meant no, I meant that's it what really they're trying to do. They're room. trying to bring steam to it's your TV. All about yeah. big screen TVs. Yeah, I thought it was some sort of word for like where the games are stored or something. Or it's to it's designed to be uh, plugged in through HDMI. Wait, you thought living TVs. room was a secret code? No, I thought it was like, you know, like your desktop or something. That was some sort of, you know. What do you mean? Hep computer term I didn't know. It's living like, room? Story, <laughs> living room is like. Serving into living room. It's one of the room. terms. Yeah, yeah. exactly. <laughs> Only leet speak, please. At some living point, room. like the resolution of. Which is masturbation room. The That's home. It means. The masturbatorium. <laughs> I d- point, you can't do it in the living room. I no, can't bring uh, myself to do it in the living room. No? No. Like you try? And no, just, not even try. Just like, mm, it's I too just, open. Yeah. You know, it's just not going to happen. And there's too much other stuff Thank that goes on God in the God, you're room. a private man. Well, you know. No. <laughs> what do you mean, or you, or you know? Other things go on in the living room. You can't jack it in the living room. And the dog watches you. It's all buddy. <laughs> and stared down by pirates. <laughs> like, dude, leave me alone. 
And you can't just blame it on the dog. Just like, oh, blame geez, it on pirate. the dog. He's like, what? Why aren't you sharing? Blame masturbating on the dog. No, ripping it. <laughs> I was talking about masturbating. I know you were talking about that now. And then, and then you said, blame it on the dog. If my wife comes home and catches me <laughs> masturbating, and I blame it on the dog, it's gonna get worse. <laughs> I don't think it could get it's much gonna get worse. It's going to get way worse. It's, I was sitting here minding my own business. It's all her fault. <laughs> you seen the way she rolls on her back? Presents just, herself. Just presents it. Just It's just sitting there. Just fragrance in the air. And you've Musky seen puppy. Bedroom eyes. Those bedroom batting <laughs> out eyes. There are no secrets there. Oh. <laughs> Gross. Yes, yes, it is. <laughs> I was—I thought you were going to say yes. Yes, you are. <laughs> I don't do that. The important part much. is I think I got nervous. How does know much? He throws the much in there. Yeah, we all know that the living room is not for masturbation. No. that's what the hallway is for. That's what the hallway is for. <laughs> yep, you got to run back and forth through the hallway, <laughs> slapping your dick on the walls of the hallway. That's why I have a line in my hallway. And there's a dick line in my hallway. <laughs> you know how tall my dick is. You come to my house, and I tell people, well, that's I'm measuring it's my imaginary It's not so much kid. the line, but the color. <laughs> oh, what is that color? What would you call that color? Coral? Fuchsia? Go, Fuchsia, go, Fuchsia, maybe? I'm going to go with coral. Faded cream. <laughs> oh, Sour grapes there. Yuck. Faded cream. No, that's the color. Sour grapes. That's Faded cream <laughs> is... uh will be tasting that stuff. <laughs> <laughs> Faded cream is Eric Clapton's new project. Crickets. You, you know, we get it. The problem is... <laughs> You're a fizzle. <laughs> we understand the reference. It's just ah! not working. <laughs> I mean, I mean, it had that Dennis Miller reach. We appreciated that. Dennis for some Miller reason, reach. It didn't work. <laughs> You're a fizzle. <laughs> You're just a fizzle. Eurogamer reported that the previously rumored Grand Theft Auto online microtransactions were indeed in the game, citing a source with early access to multiplayer mode. Uh, Rockstar has since confirmed the existence of microtransactions in a blog post and moved to reassure the fans that the game is still balanced. Quote, you can either accumulate cash through profitable activities like knocking over armored cars, winning street races, doing stick-ups, or a host of other cash-making endeavors, Rockstar wrote in part. Or, if you're completely uh, instant gratification type, you can choose to buy denominations of Grand Theft Auto dollars. The game and its economy have been designed and balanced for the vast majority of players who will not buy extra cash. There is no in-game paywall and nothing that should disrupt the balance of the game. You don't have to spend real money to attain the cars, guns, clothes, flash, and style of the high roller in Los Santos, but can if you wish to get them a little quicker. Just have to be reprehensible to kill a hooker and take her money. That's that's not the way to make money anymore. Really? I mean, you can. You can do that. But it's pocket change. Yeah. I did it already. They're all gone. <laughs> to no one's surprise. The yeah. is gone. <laughs> I, I saved a supermarket uh, owner from a holdup in okay. the game. 
and usually like like when when you when I've I've done the, some good deeds too. But yeah, I like gotten one, that far. one of the, the previous good deeds that I did that I had leading up to this was that I you know I stopped a mugger, got, got the, purse the, back. the purse back, and gave it back to the lady. So in this one, I took out the two the two muggers, and then. I approached the guy, and he's like, oh, thank you. The police don't come. They don't ever do anything anymore. And so I see the cash is still laying on the ground. So I'm like, oh, maybe I need to pick this up and give it back to him to finish it out. So I go pick up the cash, and I walk back over to the guy, and he just, like, turns around and walks away from me. So it actually ended up being profitable, but not in the way that I was, tr- it was, tr- well, I was trying to be. That's a reward for a good deed. I guess. Yeah. But, I mean, I, I tried to give the guy back his cash and he just kept walking away from me better in the hands of a good guy than a bad guy i guess all the money you can pick up but yeah it was it was it was interesting too because i'm like just walking up these two guys and they're just totally ignoring me and (laughs) i took one of them out right away with a good blow to the head the other (laughs) guy i shot did i but it was just weird because like you're like just walk away dude just walk away you're like we got guns too and it was just very anticlimactic the way it ended. <laughs> I might say it fizzled. Well, I mean, you didn't, fizzle. They didn't shoot at me or anything. It just <laughs> it showed me. I was so disappointed. In NASA news, there's yes. no more NASA They're news. Closed. Exactly, <laughs> exactly. No more NASA news. So fucking sad. But uh, but after just watching that uh, Kubrick thing again, I'm just reaff- reaffirmed in my. Strange beliefs. It's all fakety-fake anyway. Uh, Recent studies suggest that there's something in the ballpark of two pints of liquid water in each cubic foot of Martian soil. This was discovered by the Curiosity Rover, Dean of Science at the uh, Rensselaer Polytonic Institute. Uh, Lori Leshen explains, quote, "We We heat the soil up and drive off all the volatiles and measure them. We have a very sensitive way to sniff those, and we can detect the water and other things that are released. Let's well, confirm that. When we send people, they could scoop up the soil anywhere on the surface, heat it up a bit, and obtain water. I think they just made her sheriff. <laughs> I'm the new law in town. <laughs> I'm female. Guess who's been cooking soil? Me. It's like blazing saddles For on water. Mars. A female sheriff. Squeeze a handful of red sand, please. <laughs> yep. Yeah, man. It's that's good. Yeah. I mean, no organic molecules still in the soil, but so it's not still isn't the most life giving of well, planets. Right, but, but water. Once, once we get there, we yeah. can fix that. That's a plus. Bring in some cows. Yeah. Mix in some manure with that get soil. Get the binoculars out. Get the binoculars out. Start checking out those Holsteins. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Move over, bacon. Now there's something meatier. <laughs> Sausages. And and keeping the science going, Harvard and MIT scientists have recently managed to create molecules from photons that is made light into tangible particles. And of course, they had a handy pop culture reference to describe it. Quote, it's not an inapt analogy to compare this to a lightsaber. Uh, When these photons interact with each other, they're pushing against and deflect each other. The physics of what's happening in these molecules is similar to what we see in the movies. Uh, Luckett also just suggested that the system might one day be used to create complex three-dimensional structures, such as crystals, wholly out of light. So, yeah. So, like, Green Lantern. Like the Fortress of Solitude. 
or Green Lantern <clears throat> or a lightsaber. But you need like a tachyon field to keep that shit in place, right? Oh, I don't know. Okay. I'm a podcast runner, not a scientist. I'm just guessing. Well, I'm far from a scientist. <laughs> I do experiments, but I'm no scientist. <laughs> just not in the living room. No. You can't experiment in the living room. It's not right. It's too much space. <laughs> his experiments usually conclude with his wife just shaking her head and I'm like, "Why did I marry you?" <laughs> <laughs> and then she and then and then the moment after the experiment's done, she goes, "Oh yeah, that's why." <laughs> now, most of the most of the scene. I find the latter half of that hard to believe. Ask her, ask her. You have my permission to ask. Most of the experiments end with more tissues in the trash or socks in the laundry. <laughs> oh, okay. Oh, I never do it in socks. That I learned that lesson in high school. That's just the worst. There's no. Oh Would no. you burn yourself? Huh? Yeah, burn myself. No, it's just. <laughs> It's just. Did your mother do your laundry? Is that what happened? Well, there was some of that fear, but then the more more to it is just like I don't want to put on crusty socks ever. You can wash them. Yeah, <laughs> you can wash them. You can. You can you wash can them. Wash them. But you can't. You can't forget what you did. <laughs> socks of shame. That's what it comes down to for me. It's like, oh, I'm yeah. walking around yeah, with these socks no on. Today, I had to wear the socks of shame to school. Yeah. <laughs> oh. All soggy. And I didn't and get a squishy. chance to wash them. <laughs> oh, socks are soggy. I'm getting blisters <laughs> on my feet from How's the rug. What's the matter with your socks there? Those are some shameful socks. Hey, you need to dry those out or at least wash them. Hey, How did you get those socks so soggy? Did you come in your sock? <laughs> Disgusting. No wonder they're crunchy. <laughs> they go from soggy to crunchy. <laughs> That's my technology. That's, oh, so. You wonder why my what makes my cereal work? <laughs> A fine coating of jizz. It sogs up in milk and then crunches right back up. I think I've eaten my last Crunchberry. Leave it on the counter. Oh, I'm glad to hear that. I've only got so many left in my womb. Yes, that's right. Crunchberries are harvested from Captain Crunch's womb. You're saying that the captain's eggs? Oh, I got this real Metroid crossover. He spawns in my them brain. out in the giant pool. I sure do. Look out, Soggies. I'm about to give birth to a bunch of Crunchberries. I hope no one fertilizes these berries. So the peanut butter balls are basically. That's comes from. That's what happened. Frankenberry and Booberry is my dead kid. <laughs> so, so basically, the and Dracula chocolate is my vampire baby. Peanut butter crunches the abortions. Then, yep. Well, no. Yeah, sure. I don't talk about it. Roe v. Wade. Roe v. Wade in my jizz until it's not crunchy. The important thing we're getting out of that's, this that's is a, that's I can a, make blueberry crunchberries. That is a sentence that has never been uttered before. <laughs> Ever in the history of mankind. Yeah, it should never be uttered Ro, again. Roe versus Maze in my jizz. Roe v. Wade in my jizz. <laughs> oh. oh, Look out for the soggies. Abortion rights oh. for all. Guys, listen to the Smartest Man in the World podcast. Greg Proops oh. is the best. I haven't listened to that in a while. Oh, you're missing out. He's the he's the rockinest. But he's very, very uh feminist pro 
lady. It's great. Oh, yeah. As we all should be. Yeah. It was a weird shift. <laughs> <laughs> just want to make my views clear this episode. His, it was his soul cleansing moment. He had to, he had to, 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 to spit like, your drink like a, out, folks. It was a sudden moment of lucidity. <laughs> it happens. That's how that's that's what's going on up there. It's a it, lot of it's a it lot of fucking of his cross apology streets for all of his other. <laughs> There's a lot of fucking cross streets. Sometimes uh, the traffic changes fast. <laughs> a third Roger Rabbit Rabbit novel is coming out November 29th. What? There it's, was a second Roger Rabbit novel? Yeah. What? Yeah. I didn't know about that. No. Yeah. Well, a novel? Yes. It was originally based on uh, what? Who whacked Robert? Ro- uh, who Roger censored Rabbit. Roger Rabbit? No. Who censored came next? Censored sec next? I'm pretty sure, yeah. Ooh. It was based on a uh, book? Yeah, it's based on a book. Oh, shit. That was one of my favorite That's things right. Who censored Roger Rabbit? I had no one. idea it was based on books. Oh, oh, I got to yes. go read these books. And a very different book. I'll bet. Oh, yeah. Really uh, really raunchy and rude, yeah, right? Yeah, very yeah. much so. Yeah, yeah. Uh, let's see. Well, there was a taste of that. Do you remember? They don't. I don't think it's on the DVD anymore. But when the baby goes off the set, at the beginning of the movie, and he walks under that lady's dress. Have you ever seen the frame by frame on the, v- oh, on the VHS? Oh, I have. Yeah, yeah. He he looks up. Well, not only he looks up, gets this devilish look on his eye, flips the bird, and jams his hand up. I think you're remembering. No, no, he's, he's memory. He's nope. right. See really? it. You'll seek you'll it find out. It. It's there. It is there. It's ridiculous. I I saw it on my own VCR, frame by frame. Over and over and over no, again. No, but two or three times I was back, like, "Wow!" Forth, back. I was like, "Holy shit!" Yeah, yeah, he's not wrong. That's there. I thought this is like the whole thing where Jessica Rabbit doesn't have panties, but it's just because they didn't color them in that panel or something. Yeah, in fact, the the first one's so different. The first one is Roger Rabbit does get killed, and that's the mystery. And the ah. second one, they bring it back for the uh, the second one, and now we have the third. One. Is it a prequel? The second um, one? Uh, no. They find out that he wasn't really dead. Yeah, something like that. Got it. Uh, but Probably yeah, a better story. Yeah, very different character uh, though. Since the movie adaptation, there's been more attempt by Wolf. It's uh, Roger. Uh, I'm sorry, Gary K. Wolf is the 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 author uh, to make him a little more similar. Uh, this Roger is the star of a newspaper comic strip rather than cartoons and talks in speech bubbles. And there's no real spoiler to say bubbles. he's less of a good guy than the Disney animated hero gets to be. I think he spoke of speech bubbles in the uh, the original book. Yeah, yeah, he does. That's he what does, I'm saying. Yeah, in the okay. books, he does, and the, the, the oh, difference okay, between gotcha. that and the movie. And the new mo- uh, novel features uh, actor Gary Cooper as a major character. So cool. What's the guy's name who did the voice? Max. Uh... Oh, what is his oh, name? Uh, Fleischer? No. That's... Yeah. Is that yeah. Max Fleischer? Fleischer. Yeah. Okay. I th- no. Not... Is it... Max Fleischer is like the old cartoon. Max Fleischman. Fleischman? The old Fleischman. Something like Max that. Max something. Oh, shit. That's terrible. I can't remember his name. I will tell you in two seconds. Uh, I got to see him open for Marilyn Manson way back. Really? Uh, in 1999. Yeah, right before the... the, the Charles the, Fleischer. Charles Fleischer. Thank you. So, Charles Fleischer... Um, yeah, I remember him when he was just doing stand-up before, yeah. before the movie came he out. Some, and he did some really like, ridiculous stand-up. He, was, he opened up for Marilyn Manson. I thought it was really cool. I actually saw him walking on the strip a couple months ago and just stopped him really briefly just to say... You rock. Saw you open for Marilyn Manson. You're the man. Nice work. Yeah. Good for you. Yeah. He was totally incognito. I mean, yeah. just kind of, you know, nobody's going to really recognize him. That Not that many people are going to recognize him. But sure. 
which is really nice. And he was he was he was like, yeah, I'm playing Laugh Factory. Come check us out. Oh, nice. So good on you. Did you? I did not. I was working. I'm anyway, always working. So you were saying about the. That's pretty much it. Oh, okay. Yeah. But I love that movie. I had no idea it was based on books. Yeah, the first book is Who Censored Roger Rabbit, followed by Who Plugged Roger Rabbit. And the new one is Who Whacked Roger Rabbit, I think. Oh, you gave him that opening? Really? And you're letting it sit? Go, move on. Low-hanging fruit. There's too much love for the Roger. I love Roger Rabbit, dude. I wore this Roger Rabbit t-shirt into the ground. God, I must have had that thing for 15 years. It was a, a new school day shirt. It was like okay. when I was a freshman in high school. If you take care of them, they'll last forever. Well, I still have a. I uh, took care of it, but I wore it all the time. Well, it was I one mean, of those that was thickly just printed. Look at his underwear. Sure. And so it started to break at the print points. Oh, I see. Yeah. I was going to say, because I still have um, I know a Dick Tracy, Dick Tracy shirt. shirt. Yep. From, yeah. <laughs> I know. Have I, I said this before? I've just seen your Dick Tracy <laughs> oh. shirt. <laughs> okay. You know, I actually bought that. Um, uh, album recently again the dick tracy I soundtrack did, yeah the, i'm breathless um, yeah the madonna yeah the, one. it's got some good stuff on it there's some good stuff i'm not a huge madonna fan so. i'm not either but that album's got all that you know 30s kind of stuff yeah that movie true. made me fucking furious i thought it was just a terrible film well i mean uh, you're it's... talking some uh, awesome overacting yeah. by pacino Oh my God! My word! It was just—you know—he is tearing so up much so. scenery. Yeah, yeah. In retrospect, it's 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 very problematic. But they did a lot of stuff that they'd never done. The whole thing with the color schemes, and then well, uh, they were trying to make a living comic book, and they were really the first to try it. But you, you don't focus on the visual. Act. Well, whatever. Everything else was sacrificed. They were trying and they put to the focus kid in there. They everything. put a kid in there. It's terrible. Get the kid out of there. The kid's in the, the, kid comic. Was in the comic. Yeah, get him out of there. Have you ever um, heard? Uh, you ever seen the comic strip of uh, Kyle Baker's uh, Warren Beatty story? No. Uh-uh. Kyle Baker did the uh, comic adaptation. He has this great like two page comic about doing about doing the comic, mm-hmm. and the whole thing boils down to Warren Beatty doesn't like the way you know it doesn't look the comic strip doesn't look like Dick Tracy. It looks just like Dick Tracy. No, Warren Beatty is Dick Tracy. So he redraws everything with with drawings of Warren Beatty's face, and uh, then he doesn't like that version of it. He's like, "Well, what image does he like? He likes the image on the poster." So he redraws it with every. You know, he puts he just copies and pastes that same image over every Dick Tracy face until he gets under the cover, and he goes like, "Yeah, uh, he doesn't like the cover because it's facing the wrong way." So he just flops it. <laughs> it's his bad side. Yeah. yeah. Oh, gotcha. Hilarious. That's funny. He's weird. Uh, South Park, The Stick of Truth, has a release date. That's December 10th, Ubisoft says. It'll be out for the 360, PS3, and PC. And it's getting a special $80 collector's edition with a Cartman Wizard figurine. Uh, the Grand Wizard edition includes that figurine from Kid Robot. They're not calling it the Grand Wizard edition. Yeah, they are. <laughs> wow. Grand Wiz- they are. Grand Wizard, Kid Robot, Cartman figure. Uh, Kingdom of South Park map, the Stick of Truth Ultimate <laughs> Fellowship pack, which is uh, four characters, I believe. I see a lot of mistaken eBay purchases. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, McFarland Toys will be producing high-end collectible statues of the WWE franchise that feature LED lights. <laughs> And the first figure, the Undertaker, an actual piece of ring mat from one of his matches. Whoa, Ladies and gentlemen! I wish you could see yeah, Paul's really. face this right is all now. Visual. I mean, he literally <laughs> lit up like like a freaking Christmas tree when he said that. He was like, "What?" Well, I gotta say, I've been buying some WWE figures. 
I got the Ultimate Warrior, I got Randy Savage, and I got AJ Lee, and I want them to be better. And here it is. McFarlane makes good stuff. Yep. And a signed certificate of authenticity by Todd McFarlane. Oh, cool. Cool. Oh, yeah, it's coming. They light up. They light up. They talk. Uh, They got to talk. It's going to play his theme. I don't know. Oh, it's going to play that creepy Undertaker theme. I got lights. Oh, it's going to be so good. As long as it's classic Undertaker. Classic Undertaker. Not, Not American badass. Not new Undertaker. Well, New Undertaker's kind of cool, too. New Undertaker kind of looks like Pinhead. No, it didn't Paul, look like him. I think so. It's, I Paul, think it's the older you, you one. you seem very excited over there. Do you need a sock? I do. I need Mr. Socko. <laughs> I need a Mr. Socko. I've been watching a lot of wrestling on Netflix, too. Yeah? Yeah. Is there, I didn't know there was a lot of Oh, yes. A lot of really good stuff. They, I've been watching the, the Ladders Match collection. Excellent. And I watched the. Um, they just put all these new. Um, they just put up uh, Clash of Champions, which is hosted See, by. See, that's Dusty what you Rhodes. can watch instead of King of the Hill. Yeah, so it's hosted by Dusty Rhodes, and it's really, really funny. He's like, he's like, imagine tons of wrestlers from the WCW looking to get to the looking to put put out a great show. <laughs> all of them fighting the best of the best, fighting each other on free TV. Hmm? Imagine that. All of this mess on free TV. And it went up on the same night as WrestleMania. It happened. Class of Champions was born. <laughs> this is really, really funny. Dusty Rhodes, man. If you guys watch, do you guys, anybody watch Botchamania? I've talked only about Botchamania you, before. Only what you showed us. Oh, go just watch some Botchamania episodes if you're a wrestling head. Oh. I hate yeah, to admit how episode. much of a wrestling head I have become again. I was not. Uh, I caught it from my buddy Nug. He was way into it when we were on the boats, and I was not into it at all. And I started really reinvestigating it after I got back off the ship. I would watch casually once in a while, but now I know a lot <laughs> about what's going on, and it's really ridiculous. Your your Welcome buddy back. Nug. Well, you should call up Nug. Big Black then. He's the only other person I I'm aware of right now in our clique that that knows what's going on in the. Well, hopefully, world. Big Black will get the new um, WWE game with the Ultimate Warrior in it. And we can fight. It's going to be all the best of the the WrestleManias. I can't. I can't wait. I save up my. I see it in your. I use my penny jar. Your glow. My penny jar every year for the past four years goes to the WWE game. Yeah, I save for the annual installment, and usually I have just enough to buy a brand new copy of the WWE. All the weird crap you buy, and you have to save to buy that. (laughs) It's it's. The way I can justify it. Are, are you it. claiming that everything else is budgeted? <clears throat> oh no, not. I mean, it's it is budgeted. I, I mean, I have the subscription, but the, it's also ritual. The month club, it's ritual. Oh man, I made such honey, scores this week. Honey, I can only buy fifteen hundred dollars a week on weird crap. I can yeah. spend that much on weird. I made crap. so many scores this week, and I and I got paid, and so I I went and got some more stuff on eBay. eBay, oh eBay, I love it. Yeah, it's a dangerous place for it. It is. Go. It is. I got two He-Man figures. That's it. Got to stop. Got to stop. I'm surprised you didn't buy the uh, the Treehouse of Horror figures that I just recently saw in the stores. The McFarlane ones? I I don't know who's making them. Oh, but there's the a, little ones. They're, the well, minifigs. Yeah, there I know. Was one, yeah, I mean, those are Kid Robot. The proportions are, are ac- accurate, not like the, kid, the normal Kid Robot ones where they've got the giant head and the, yeah. the tiny body. But there's one of Bart... As uh, 
I don't know if he's a zombie, but he's got the spoon stuck in his head. Mm-hmm. I forget which episode that was, or which uh, episode of Treehouse Horror that was one. But it's a really nice painted piece. They're cool little figures. And, I just can't go down. And that it's all proportionate. Again. I mean, it looks like the figure off the TV screen. Yeah, I'm. Uh, I've done it. I've done it. I finished my collection. I, did I tell you? Yes. I did it. Yeah, yeah. So it's done. So I'm done. So you're not buying any more Simpsons anything? Oh, no, 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 no. I'll still buy the occasional, but it's got to be something really. I was going to say, those Treehouse of Horror figures look really good. I might have to take a second look, but I'm not. It's all blind box, dude. If I know what I'm getting, I'm fine. That is the But it's blind box. Are they blind box? Because I saw some of the figures set out. I've got a friend that buys those by the case and then just unloads them on eBay and makes his money back plus. Sure. Really? Yeah. And that's there's a lot of people that subscribe to Masters of the Universe Classics that do that. that that's how they that they pay for their whole subscription just by selling back figures. I mean, I did that. I bought what I went on eBay for was Strobo, which was the touring convention figure this year. So I'm not going to have him back out again after uh, PowerCon, but I waited till PowerCon was done because there was going to be a glut of them, mm-hmm. and so the price went down about ten bucks. And I'm like, okay, ka-ching. So there you go. Gotta watch the markets, man. You gotta know when to hold them. Know when to strobo. Know when to walk away. Know when to pun. Know when to pun. <laughs> nice. Yeah, I there like you it. Go. All right. Uh, Super Undead uh, Dragon, Dragon Galaxy. Galaxy 9. Giving us a new, uh, new story here. Uh, Celeste Jewel Ale. A small batch beer. Concocted by the Milton, Delaware-based brewery Dogfish Head. Oh, yeah. Is made with real lunar meteorites. What? Mm. The meteorites, pre- uh, procured from engineering firm ILC Dover, which makes spacesuits for NASA, are Interesting crushed- side note, real quick. My mother used to work for ILC Dover. Yeah? Yes. She, she met many of the astronauts when she was there. She this should, was back during the... Uh, should have gone in this beer thing. Explain space camp. Well, I mean, actually, I didn't know that... She did that until after I went to space camp. She pulled out this little box of trinkets, one of which was a pin that they only gave to people that worked for ILC. And, uh, you know, she said she met many of the astronauts that were in the Apollo program at the time and so forth. I worked at ILC Dover and thought I'd found moon rocks. It was just pyriding. I was gone. <laughs> that was pretty good, actually. That was actually pretty. Anyway, pretty there's all right. there's more to the story, but that's that's <laughs> the, the, the nutshell, so he can finish his story here. <laughs> the meteorites are crushed into dust and steeped like tea in the brewery's Oktoberfest lager. Steeped like tea. Yeah. Okay. Uh, uh, according to Dogfish's website, the meteorites impart a unique flavor. Quote. Yes, rock. Rock. (laughs) These certified moon jewels are made up primarily of minerals and salts. I got you, moon jewels. Helping the yeast-induced fermentation process and lending the traditional German style a subtle but complex earthiness or mooniness. Mooniness, exactly. How's it earthy? You got it exactly right there. It's not a complex earthiness. There shouldn't be anything earthy about it. If it's earthy, I could use earth. The article I read said instead of earthiness, they substituted moon moonliness. Moonliness, that's yeah. great. Yeah, because because they, they said they say earthliness, but we prefer moonliness. Yeah. In the article I read, that's I thought it was pretty not funny. accurate either, though. Really, uh, I know, but it's more, <laughs> more accurate. More accurate than what earthiness. is accurate? Asteroidliness. I don't asteroid-liness. know. Asteroidliness. <laughs> Assiness. Well, their moon, their their space asteroids from the moon. 
space yeah. bodies. It's moon soil. It's oh, just, that's what they got off the moon. Yeah. Oh, well, the moon I'm I mean, they crashed here on the Earth. Moon but. soil. Moon soil. Moon soil. All um, of my liquor tastes like moon soil. Moon soil, moon soil. Unfortunately for us, he's not going to stop. No, unfortunately for us, the stuff is only available on tap at Dogfish Heads Brew Pub in uh, Rio Booth Beach. Yes, that's sad. So, uh, I'd love to go try Delaware. it. Delaware. Oh, Delaware, okay. Yeah. yeah. Delaware. Actually, you want to go to Nerd Beer. I don't know if they still have it, but the... Uh, Hello Kitty? Uh, no, uh, Holy Grail. But the That's G crossed right. out. You can find that here in town. Have you had it? I have not had it, it's but it's pretty good. I think they still carry it at the Burger Bar, Mandalay Place. Mm. I see it occasionally, like at um, uh, like Lee's Discount. If I'm in there, okay, in I'm the, gonna start looking for that. In their unique beers aisle, right? They got a lot of great stuff in there too, by the way. Chris Roberts' PC-based simulation game, Star Citizen, has surpassed the $20 million crowdfunding mark. With more than 260,000 supporters backing the game being developed by the Wing Commander and Privateer developer and his team at Cloud Imperium Games. Roberts and company managed to raise the funds in less than a year through crowdfunding efforts on Kickstarter and on the game's website. Around $10 million of that figure was raised in the last four and a half months, according to the game's developers. Quote, we are breaking new ground in community interaction. Uh, the fans are involved through feedback forums, polls, and direct contact with their development team. In all the while, they are continuing to back our project even more and helping us put out the word about Star Citizen. Our backers are our sales force and really quite liberating for us and our fans who are helping us to create the dream of a true AAA PC game without the restrictions of a publisher, unquote. I thought Kickstarter was like limited time. It is, and then they continued the funding on their own website post. Oh, okay. So they they so they hit their Kickstarter, and because the swell of money was still pouring in, post they're like, well, we have our own crowdsource on our own website. This is the way, man. It's the way of the future. I'm excited for this game. I mean, I'll a lot of people are. Play it people are a PC guy putting a lot of money into this game. Well, he's got a proven track record. That's that the thing. true. Uh, but, you know, Telltale really put up a, a thing uh, this last week. I was re- uh, watching an interview with them and the fact that people like, because they were the ones that really kind of pushed Kickstarter into the open that they, what, the couple million, I think, they got for that adventure game. They said, would kick- Telltale? Telltale or Double Tell- Fine. Double Fine. Thank you. I messed that up. Uh, so Tim Double Schaefer's, Fine. Yeah. yeah, Tim Schafer's uh, bit. Uh, but people are like, so where's the game? And they're like, well, you know what? It's been a year and a half. And so games like this usually take five years. We have a three-year cycle, so it's still going to be a while. And I think that's what a lot of people aren't Preparing keeping in mind time. with especially the PC games that are, yeah. or video games that they're backing is that a normal development cycle for a game is about five years. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so we, a lot of these people who are, especially the smaller ones, who have just like demo reel stuff, they haven't started programming the game yet, so you're yeah, going to yeah, look at it like gotta, at least three years. Yeah. Well, and then if you, you look at kick, Kickstarter in general or any of the, the 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 investment sites, it's investing. You're investing money. Investments are a gamble. There's no mm. guarantee that anything is ever going to be produced here. And frankly, it's not even an investment because yeah. you're not getting an investment. You are gambling that you're going to get a return, yeah. not a product. Exactly. So really, you're pre-buying a product that doesn't exist and may never exist. Exactly. So, I mean, it, it's still... it's it's. Mm-hmm. But that's why 
So it's it's a gamble. The, but the people with the big proven track record. Yes. Sure. Very more, important. It's like Kenji Inafune's but new things thing happen. is going crazy, too. Yeah. yeah I know Mighty number have, nine is like But even that is funded. getting a lot of uh, questioning because of how close it is to Mega Man that they're expe- they're expecting that there's going to be legal injunction well, upon it. Maybe. And if, should that happen, you're not going to get your game. get hung up. That would suck. The Capcom could be assholes about that, about it like that. Uh, yeah. The um, but I mean, there's the all horsemen kinds. have uh, a really great side stuff. You remember their Gothtropolis figures? Oh you yeah, got some yeah. of those. Yeah, um, they're doing these these birds, these Gothtropolis birds. They're really cool. They're like, yeah, but it's all been crowdfunded. Hmm. It's all you know. You had to pre-order, and yeah, it's pretty pretty slick. I think I've only done. Two things on Kickstarter, bought things, and and mm-hmm. one is a comic book that hasn't come out yet, mm-hmm. and one is a comic book I've been getting pages from electronically, and I'll be getting the hard copy soon. But okay, and that was Co- uh, Code Monkey Save the World, the uh, Jonathan Colton comic oh, book. Oh yeah, yeah, oh fun. Yeah, um, yeah, I got the Mindless Self Indulgence album through right. Kickstarter, which was a great thing. Which it's, you actually received. That's something I got you did it. Get. I got the I got the Mindless Self Indulgence Kickstarter only one. It's great, and um. Uh, I got the Apple Sisters album coming soon. The holiday, the holidoozy is coming. Yeah, so a few uh, Kickstarter things I've done have been cool. I get updates uh, frequently from the stuff that I have put money in, but I have not seen anything yet. But, I ex- again, I expect that stuff to take time. Have you, mm-hmm. have you put money into the uh, Penn Jillette movie? Tim's Vermeer? No. No, he's no, doing the, a different one. Oh, the, that uh, new movie he's doing. Um, Penn Director's gets mad Cut. or something? Or, oh, it's called Director's, Director's Cut. Cut. Yeah, I, I have not. I haven't yet. heard about this. Oh, one. The, the 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 stuff you can get. I mean, is crazy stuff. I mean, relatively cheaply, you can be in the movie as a corpse. <laughs> oh, okay, um, but you know, you can, I think you like the basic thing is like the DVD and a T-shirt for thirty-five bucks. That's oh, okay. fun. Again, you're pre-buying a product. Yeah, yeah, but they're going to produce that. Yeah, that's I do again. Want it, see, it's yeah. it depends on the pedigree. I do want to see right. Tim's Ramirez, but that's not out till March or something, right? And yeah. even if you've got a good pedigree sometimes things happen oh sure you know lawsuits happen or you know Mm -hmm. you miss a development cycle or you know just there's all kinds of things that can happen it's time to lay the berries i mean it's it's a gamble it's a risk just like with anything so there was a i can't even remember what the product was uh, something recently with uh, kickstarter where it was funded successfully and what the people who set it up didn't tell people was that it was a prototype yeah. Said so they were going to build a prototype and then shop that to financiers. And when they did that, they took they built the prototype successfully. Right. But the financiers weren't interested. Yeah. And now they don't have the money to make it. Yeah. So I mean, it's, it's, there's shenanigans like that going on. Sure. That there happens are some too. shenanigans. That people are just too. taking the money and running too. Yeah. Some people. And but you know, I mean, my thing is, some people talk about it like you know, oh, I'm I'm putting my money in this and it's a guarantee. It's like it's not a guarantee. Ew. There are no guarantees in this, so that's that's the only thing I I want people to understand when they when they start telling me about this stuff. It's like, mm-hmm. oh yeah, I did this Kickstarter on blah blah blah, and I'm like, it's like yeah, that's great if it happens. It's like no no, they said I'm gonna get this, and I'm like, you may get yeah. that, and especially if this thing goes forward, and especially when you're doing the high tier stuff. Yeah, when, exactly. When you're spending more than a hundred bucks, that's a big gamble. You got a three hundred dollar Castle Grayskull coming. Yeah, but that's that's a proven thing. <laughs> you're okay. <laughs> 
Oh, I know. It's all good, yeah, but it's like, you know. That's not crowdfunding. That thing well, was until, it, until it gets into his house and he looks at it and goes, God, why did I buy this? Well, oh. no, it's going to be a little smaller. Of course, the wrong size. It's still going to be cool. It's still going to be cool. I'm I'm pretty cool with it now. And this is uh, one that uh, actually, uh, Fact Check Andy, you sent me this one. Oh, uh, the Red Cross believes international, quote, laws of war. Oh, yeah, I saw this. Should feature a more prominent role in games where players engage in realistic combat scenarios. The International Aid Organization, which plays a role overseeing international law, as per the Geneva Convention, believes that some games depict war too well to ignore proper battlefield conduct. The uh, Francoid Chanot, head of the Unit for Relations and uh, with uh, Armed and Security Forces of the International Committee of the Red Cross, thinks the organization should have design input on games like Call of Duty and Battlefield, which are billed as realistic. Quote, video games that are representing battlefields, contemporary battlefields, are very close to reality, Sencho told the BBC. <laughs> And actually, it's very difficult to tell the difference ah. between any real footage and footage you can get from video games. Oh, dear. So we're arguing that we have to get even closer to reality, and we have to include the rules of law of conflict. Uh, if I thought there was any real good intentions behind this, I'd get behind it, but there's not. Yes, they yeah. just they just money-grabbing. They I just want money. I have to. I have a problem with it, but if some video game company wanted to do this and was going to advertise it, yeah, this game is set up for that. I'd be all yeah. behind that. Yeah, these guys just want the Red Cross is just trying to get money from the. I hate to break it to you, folks. As good looking as your games are, there's nothing realistic about your war simulator game. No, nothing. Well, no, I am ready to kill zombies. I'm prepared. I'm, I'm good for it. <laughs> yeah, it's and that's that's just really uncool. Red Cross, get it together. Yeah. Get it together, Red Cross. Because I know maybe they're just too realistic because yeah. they are ignoring Geneva Convention. Well, I have much to say, like a lot of the world is right I have now. Yeah, <laughs> when, when I was watching uh, the shit in the in Iraq and Afghanistan, yeah. I was watching footage on the news. I, I wanted to grab my controller right away because I thought it was my turn. The. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, since Geraldo Rivera was on there, I was like, Jesus oh, Christ. hey. I realize. Continue. Graphics are getting pretty goddamn good, but no, nowhere near. They're that. still no, goddamn it. And even when they do, yeah, it's and still it's st- a game. It's, it's still a a action movie cartoon. It's still a game. It's yeah, a, that's all it is. Yeah, the more realistic they are, the it's it's still unrealistic. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But kudos yeah. to the Red Cross for getting their name out there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that worked. Yeah. Donate today, will you? Thank you. I think the other thing I was going to send you, I don't think I ended up sending you, but there's a uh, the um, science fiction convention that was at the Plaza a couple years ago is coming back again, but not till oh. next October. Okay. Oh wow. Or at least that's what their face. You heard anything claims. about the Classic Gaming Expo? I think they're coming back. I haven't again. heard anything they, about that every yet. other year. They should be back next Wasn't year. Wasn't it just here this earlier this, this year, year, right? No, it was last year. Was it last year really? Yeah, because yeah. that, 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 ha- that did yep. not happen this year. So. I've been Tempest keeping up future, with it. Man. I know. Believe me, yeah, you got it. You yeah, won. you're right because that's when Deb and Barry were in town and last year. You that won, and you're not allowed I to did. say you lose anymore. I I I can't. I nope. I won everything. You were the big winner. Yeah, the winner. It's chicken me. dinner. God damn did, did you ever put those up online or anything? Just think about selling them. Or you want to keep them. You like them. They're well, just like a whole brew who brew it, kind of thing. It's it? it's so. What's the way to put? It's so handcrafted. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That it probably is only worth something to me. All right. I mean, 
the t-shirt I mean, you, the t-shirt is awesome yeah i like the t-shirt a lot um the actual uh chalice is is awesome but you know again it's it's clearly somebody it's a labor made of it love. yeah by hand mm-hmm. and as much as it does look close to the pictures that are out there of you know the, the proposed treasures yeah exactly the well, stuff that was supposed if, to have been crafted it's still kind of cheap looking but hey it's neat. It's, it's got it's a, a good piece home. of exactly. it's a piece of history, and it has a home in a collection that is deserving of it. You know if what? Five you should make, you should make a in. yeah exactly. You should make a special pictorial permanent little sidebar on the ugly couch for that info because that'll drive some some uh, indie game traffic our right. way. Let's see, hey, what, man. see what I can do with it. I love that old Earth World Water World Fire World series. Um, that crazy. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Atari twenty six hundred. They yeah. only got two, they only got two of them out, right? The, the uh, final they, two they never got, got three. Released. The third one came out in very oh, it's limited the fourth numbers. one that didn't come out. Yeah, That's the fourth right. Airworld right. never came out. Yeah. In fact, if I remember right, one of the guys in charge that created the Games Expo was one of the winners of the that. original one. Yeah. So he has I th- one of those pieces. One of the pieces. I'm, I'm not sure. What, yep. I can't remember which one. Yeah. Yeah, but the chalice was never supposedly never produced or was was produced okay. but disappeared and then there was like a sword. Yeah, the the, the stuff was all the scene. The sword was made the the prevailing theory on the sword is as actually sitting in the home of one of the Atari CEO guys yeah, back then. That's in his home still. Because there were pictures of it existing. Yeah, exactly. But yeah, they all kind of disappeared. Yeah. They were never won, and they just kind of disappeared. No, they okay. were no. Well, no, some, I mean like yeah. the, the sword was. Yeah, the sword was. But okay, yeah, the invi- individual pieces were. I've, yeah. I've danced around this long enough. You guys are gonna have to explain it because I've forgotten what the hell you're talking about. So were they're, they actually made props if you won the game or something? This was kind of it was it was a huge thing. The first time they ever attempted something like this, uh, the uh, it started with Earthworld, and it was a 2600 release. And within the game, there was a contest. Uh, nationwide if not worldwide where you could actually win I think the first thing was the chalice actually I thought that was the final piece no the final no, the sword was I think the crown was the no 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 the, the, there was like a, a chest thing that was the air world one but there were clues when you played through the game that led to the comic book that told you what to do to get the final piece you sent that in and then you were given I think like 18 people in the final and whoever won in the final got an actual jewel encrusted piece of treasure from this game and then there would be a next game fire world then water yes. world came sword out. quest was the original sword quest was the whole yeah thing. exactly the the all-encompassing but uh, and the game itself they, they uh, very got, confusing they never actually giving anything out or did they yeah the the first two definitely I don't think the Waterworld one didn't. Airworld never came out. In fact, uh, I don't even know of any prototype for Airworld. That there was a there was a big thing with that for a while, where there like there were books where you could win prizes if you. Found oh yeah, my father stuff. got into yeah. one that was called Treasure. That According came with this, a VHS and a book that goes with. You had to buy them separately, and each had clues of, course that, had of some treasure that was buried somewhere in public lands in the United States. And I remember reading some article in Treasure Magazine, Treasure Hunter Magazine, that one guy actually, when the whole thing was over, like a decade later, pieced together all the clues, 
went to the place where it was and then found the box where it was. It was like, like some golden horse or something like that. And there was just a note there that, yes, this is where treasure was, but no one found it within the uh, allotted time. And so, you, but you have found where it is, but you don't get the treasure. According to this, Air, it says Airworld was never finished, although two prototypes are widely rumored to exist. Yeah. Uh, according to programmer Todd Fry, its room structure was going to be based upon the, the I Ching. Uh, hmm. Additionally, Todd Fry was planning on representing each room from 1 to 64 with a 6-bit number. Each bit would control a different aspect of the rules of that room. Um, as far as the contest, the contest winner of Airworld was supposed to receive the Philosopher's Stone, which was okay. encrusted with diamonds, emeralds, citrons, and rubies. And like its counterparts, the piece was valued at $25,000. That player was also scheduled to face off against Bell Rideout and whoever won the Waterworld contest for the grand prize, a sword with a gold handle encrusted with jewels and a blade made of pure silver. Sword called the Sword Real of treasures. Ultimate Sorcery was valued at $50,000. So the sword was the the yeah. final um, prize. So yeah, then and no one ever attempted pictures like that, of it out there. And very few attempted. So no one's done anything of that scale in video games, at least uh, smaller stuff, of course. And but, they uh, they actually did in the contest. They took a, a just a, a random twenty six hundred uh, Atari twenty six hundred cart, and they did a design of a Airworld um, sticker and put it on there. So. I have a cart that says Airworld, even though none was ever really which produced. Which is so badass. Which is kind of neat. And I've got that with the... Uh, I'll buy that off you. Challenge. <laughs> no, that's not for sale. <laughs> <laughs> What's for sale with you? Write to us. Comments at UglyCowShow.com and uh, watch the Ugly Cow Show itself. The site is kind of back up after our little uh, headache of hackerdom. It um, doesn't look the same. No. It's a temporary because Barry is completely redesigning the site. All he updated my bio, which was nice. It'll be a brand new, uh, better than before site. So. I'm glad to hear it. Barry, use your powers of man lady hair for justice. <laughs> this is a secret episode that nobody actually be able to listen to? Yeah. Yeah, okay. Oh, no. It's going to be out there on the iTunes. Please, again, guys, if you like what you're listening to, uh, please give us those five-star ratings on iTunes. We really appreciate that. Leave a comment on the comment page once that gets up again. And uh, you can follow us on Twitter. we got our Twitter handles up there. You can also, even if you get frisky, if you're on the old Xbox Live, we got our Xbox Live information up there. You can grab and uh, send a friend invite to any one of us fools. We don't, you know, I think uh, Torgo probably plays the most of all of us. Jeff's on there a lot, too. But, uh, yeah, send us a friend invite. Yeah. I'm already friends with a bunch of you, so, yeah, it's good to see you. But until next week, I am Master Torgo. I'm the famous Paul. 80s Jeff. Back check Andy. And we'll talk to you next week in Geek. But tell us who you are in that friend invite. Yeah. Don't just send us a random friend invite and go, be my friend. Yeah. Be my friend, sucker. That's creepy. Lucky. Night, Dusty. Good night, Ned. Good night, Ned. Good night, Ned.